0: Da da, da 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 You sound
1: insane. Do you realize that? Oh, yeah! The whole world's crazy, crazy! Seriously? Dude! Yeah. It's showtime. Yes. That's
2: the plan. So year number three has come and gone. Boom. Just as soon as it got
3: here, it went. They said we would never make it. They we were wrong.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we made it. We're three years into these things now. Is this our...
2: This is the beginning of our fourth year doing this, right? Fourth full year. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. It seems just like yesterday. We were discussing the, the idea of possibly. <laughs> the opposite of doing for this. me. It seems like we've been doing this for 35 years. <laughs> well, coming from the person who's put together and edited literally every show, I can sympathize <laughs> with that, Richard. Um, it's been a, a labor of love, um, but what a great time we've had in these three years so far talking movies. Yeah. I know, you know, just from uh personal standpoint um my love of movies has increased and grown and um i definitely see myself viewing films in a different way than mm-hmm. i did yeah. before starting the show you know i thought when we started the show in uh in the end of t- 2012 i um thought i was pretty highbrow in my thinking and <laughs> and all that that's why we started the show you know we felt like we had something to say but you know i'm i'm just surprised at where i am now sure taste wise uh, more more so than I was uh, even in 2012. So I'm excited to see where we are three years from now. But we are here at the end of 2015. We do this every single year. We like to call it our Rants and Raves Best and Worst of the Year list. Uh, we will try to be here for an hour, but, but uh, sometimes these episodes go. tend to go a little longer. Right. Maybe an hour and a half, two, three... Who knows? Four. We don't stop
3: until we're done talking. Last time yeah. we were in the studio, we did eight hours. <laughs> I had a little so. like a twitch coming in the door. Yeah, same. Like, Oh, gosh, we were here yeah, for brings so long back, like, last time. PTSD memory <laughs> for Richard. I know it does. Yeah, but no, we are I a, here.
2: I had a blast. Um, Got a really good nap in. It's all day. An eight-hour audio nap. Yeah. <laughs> Kent Garrison here, along with Brian Gill. Hello, um,
1: Richard
3: Barden. Hi.
1: For
2: those of you just now joining us. Yeah. Where odd, you been? Odd, odd time to, to join. Yeah. Odd time to join. Odd. Odd time to join. But we we love this episode. I love this episode. Uh-huh. Uh, we don't really get to talk. Everything all at once, the whole year in, in films, uh, other than our Oscar episode, which we'll mainly talk about the awards and why things deserve other awards and why ones didn't. But this is really our chance to just sit back and just kind of observe and discuss the year that we have just encountered. Um, I think,
0: uh, and with the Oscar yeah. piece,
2: too, I think
0: that is a certain set of standards that we understand wh- that we understand. So... When we when we talk about the Oscars in terms of ranking things, it's how they rank
2: as Oscar films. Sure. Whereas this right. is more of our favorite is, ten yeah. and our least favorite ten. Good disclaimer, Richard. This is our personal top ten list. Yeah. Right. Bottom ten and top ten. Um, this will be so di- different. Very. Uh, much differently than our list that we posted on the website right. blog. Mm-hmm. For our hypothetical Oscars. Hypothetical bounce. Oscars. Right. Exactly.
0: Yeah, this one has a lot more, and, the, and just speaking of the best, a lot more Cobbler, a lot more Pixels, <laughs> and a lot more Ridiculous 6. Yes. Man. A lot then, more Sandler. Yeah, I just, just, said that. Pure, <laughs> no, just, just I did my. It's weird. I did my f- favorite Sandler films of the year and my best 10, <laughs> and it was... Oh.
3: Pretty similar. They were weird. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. I always put Big Daddy as my number one movie of the year, period, even though it came out yeah. in 1998 or whatever. I do that with, uh, like, Brandon O'Hare.
0: I do that with, for just Wild Hogs.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: I always have Wild Hogs as number one.
3: Classic, classic film. When does the Criterion come out for Wild Hogs?
0: It's out, oh, but okay. only in Europe. Sweet. All right. What's the
2: other one? Not Wild Hogs.
0: Wild dogs. <laughs> wild dogs. Wild Dogs.
3: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> or old Road Dogs. Road, dogs. road dogs. Old, old dogs. Old Dogs. Old Dogs with Tim Allen. Yeah. yeah. Tim Greatest. Allen's really
2: into those 50-plus family a comedies. there's
3: between those two films. Right. So our, here we are. In my brain, there is. And <laughs> what I'm I trying do to work out the beats. Before
2: we uh, give our list, I want to just talk about, in general terms, mm-hmm. the year of 2015. This was a big anticipated year. We've been talking about it for years on the show, about how many big movies were coming out this year and yeah. how it's going to be one of the biggest years in cinema history and I think box office wise it definitely led, it definitely led up to that mm-hmm. it was the biggest year in movie history uh, for ticket sales or money made and uh, of course riding on the tales of Star Wars and, and Jurassic World yeah. as far as that goes but there were some other big big movies this year and, uh, and it was it didn't let me down as far as the box office numbers go or anything like that. No. It's a very deep year.
0: I think what makes this, that's 2015 very, apart. D- very diverse year. Yeah, and th- there's a lot of... Th- I would say that the best way to think about this year is and when you, when you put it up against other years, it's not to rank the number one or two movie of the year because there have been years where that's been better, but it's the number 10 movie of the year. Right. This year is going to be better oh, than yeah? most years. It's yeah. just got, you know, that 15th guy off the bench is way better than most years. There was so much quality stuff.
2: Yeah, absolutely. This year, at least for me, my top 10 was really hard to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, I picked out my favorite movies, and I think there were 15 that I could have easily put in the top 10. And man, my number 10 is just as strong as my number 5 and even my number 2 as yeah. far as how much I like it and would go out to bat for it. So definitely agree with that. Hard year, different year than we're used to. Usually, especially last year, uh, I felt like there was, a, you know, one, I mean, Birdman and Boyhood. Really, right. those were the, the uh, front runners. And <clears> after that, it was just, everything was kind of a B plus, you sure. know. Uh, so, definitely different than last year, but uh, great nonetheless. So, Brian, what are your thoughts on just the year in
3: itself, generically? I think this is my favorite year of movies ever. I mean, at least since I really started... keeping track type of of thing 2008 i remember being yeah 2008 2008 was good 1995 it was a great year for i mean i was 12 so i wasn't making a movie list 90 the 95 oscars or 94 94. 95 was 94 and 95 were both great years 94 was shawshank and pulp fiction and your um, favorite film ever forrest gump of all time forrest gump (laughs) um please die forrest gump but uh we'll get that on the poster forrest gump uh Ninety five was Heat and Toy Story and mm-hmm. Braveheart and some movies like that. But as far as like I've been making lists and writing blogs and all that sort of thing since two thousand and four and I really think this might be my favorite my favorite year ever. And it helps that there's a Star Wars movie that's good. You know, so so take Star Wars completely out of that equation. Still, Is it still still incredibly strong. You know, I make a list every year of every film that I've seen. Uh, and just rate, rank them from first to worst. Basically, the A pluses all the way down into the the Fs. And I had, I think, twenty eight uh, non-documentary films that were that I gave an A minus or mm-hmm. higher wow. this year, which is really high for. For me all, all around so and then ton of great documentaries I'm not going to talk about any documentaries tonight I, yeah, I separate doc- that and my, my own rankings uh, but this was one of the stronger years for for great docs that i that I can remember as well so overall just an awesome year it's cool to see obviously it made a ton of money and it um, makes everybody who wrote the uh, the pieces last year talking about how uh, the box office was oh, are we in trouble it's in a slump all that sort of no just waiting for good films that's it and we got good movies this year and it was it was fun I forgot Jurassic World came out this year until about an hour ago though so I'd like to see the numbers without Jurassic
2: World and Star Wars included yeah. and see where it ranks then yeah. Yeah. because then we might really have a problem if we're not getting yeah, it could be. one of those two Sure. Um, we could Furious 7 would probably be number one
1: it would be it, it definitely it would be Avengers
2: maybe, maybe. Um, oh yeah, yeah
1: Avengers Furious
3: Seven um, Martian did pretty well I mean it's it was a strong year I, it was a very strong year Tomorrowland probably, you're, you're right Candy. it's pro- <laughs> it's probably yeah, that just tips the scales like. by by those two big hits but I think overall we had a great I'll put it this way too qual- from a quality standpoint when we did our Black Mass episode I know you guys weren't as high on it as I was. I said, I think this is the best movie that I've seen this year that's that's not animated. Because um, Inside Out at the time was still mm-hmm. uh, number one for me, but I, I just loved it. And that came out uh, mm-hmm. late September... And yeah. it did not make my top ten list. Like every, Mine yeah. it just every week it felt like we were seeing a great movie, or at least a really really good movie in theaters. And so uh, that's that's quite a strong. Well, year.
0: get ready to have that taste washed right out of your mouth. <laughs> not only is it 2016, it is Q1 oh, of 2016. Man. and bef- before we get into these lists, we sh- we have some news, right? We don't normally. You do want to talk the Oscar controversy? Was that what? We're- I was going to talk. I was going
2: to talk the Star Wars release date. As yeah. we
0: break, we're oh, yeah, yeah. being the official it was, uh, podcast it was, of stars
2: uh, push- Episode 8, I guess, was pushed back to Christmas. Right. Uh, it was, December 15th. I, I just think this is a lot. I mean, I really don't think it's really rewrites. I mean, I, I don't know why, how that story got out there. Yeah. I mean, J.J. Abrams sure. said he read the script, and it's fantastic. It might just maybe be rewrites just, for logic Maybe for it's shooting. more about f- fitting in with The Force Awakens or, yeah. or piecing something like together that. for the next. But yeah. I just think... Especially with the Force, with how successful it was, Mm -hmm. and I know Disney knew it would be successful. I mean, they didn't think they knew it would be successful. Sure, Uh, as successful as it has been, I'm not not sure about. Sure, I think it's more about just letting each film have its life. Yeah, rather than Rogue One coming out and six months later, yes, Episode Eight. It's like before Rogue One even has a time to, I guess, settle in our Star Wars collective brains and let us kind of ponder it. Uh, we would already get an episode. I think it's maximizing opportunity, maximizing mm-hmm. money, and again, pushing it back six months um, is only going to help as far as uh, right. visual effects and uh, editing and, and mm-hmm. things like that. So
3: yeah. I think we've proven now this is one of the few cases where getting a pushback is a good thing. Like It should not be a... And it, it, for almost any other film, you hear, oh, it's getting pushed back, yeah. and you think, ah,
0: crud. I don't mind it when it's but, this early out. Yes. If you're pushing yes. it back pre-shooting, then you're I'm fine right. with it. If right. it's mid-shooting, that's when you're like, uh-oh. Right. That's it's tipi- a-
3: this is typically for the right the right yeah. reasons. But but you're right. Cause it, uh, I think part of it is the success of, of Episode 7. I think everybody knew it was going to be a huge success. Maybe not quite as big as they thought it was going to be. And now they've proven that they can open a huge movie in December and it's not you, as small, you know, you it, do have to feel a bad. Huge amount of money. Because mm-hmm. two days ago announced that same weekend
0: Sisters too. <laughs> and you do yeah, have it's to feel no. yeah. <laughs> Can't catch a break. <laughs> <laughs> they just
2: can't. They're trying
0: to uh, avoid more
2: polar. Gosh. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's no that's interesting, but Yeah, I don't. I'm not concerned. No, literally uh, at all. No, I. I I just don't think. I
3: think we're in good hands.
2: I I just think that they thought Rogue One, nobody would care, and that they would need to get out. You know, before Force Awakens, this was all like, what are we? You know, speculation, talking, and things like that. I just think the Force Awakens has just completely changed their viewpoint on. I agree. How? I'm so high. I mean, the public is so high on Force Awakens. You could tell me the next one will come out in five years, and I'd be like, all right, I'm good with it. Yeah, yeah. Because we had to wait, you know, you know since 2005
3: for yep. uh, The Force Awakens. I want so. to see it again this weekend. So, yeah. <laughs> like, I'm,
2: I'm I just good. think that if we're up to number five, five, like, five
3: now. Five, yeah.
2: Oh, oh, well, we've satisfied, we've satisfied our see sh- my tattoos here. <laughs> yeah. You got the uh, one, two, <laughs> yeah. you know, the uh, Roman numeral D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have, it, it's actually been been crazy i mean i just speak for me as a star wars fan i mm-hmm. my my hunger has been met temporarily and mm-hmm. i'm not going to get really hungry for star wars again and, at least until next christmas yeah I, they're just, doing
3: a, I think that's rogue what, one will help the rogue one putting that one in between rogue one will be way better than people expect
2: it to be yeah, yeah. totally yeah. and it'll i mean it i wouldn't surprise me if it made half
3: a billion dollars or a billion dollars yeah, it would not surprise me. yeah absolutely it won't be what force awakens did but nothing i mean a billion dollars be. total i'm talking <laughs> yeah, yeah totally no i think that's a very I, honestly i think that's a reasonable goal it's going to have star wars in the title so it's you're going to get yeah,
1: yeah. it's yes. it's, can't it's rogue that. one
3: a star wars story yeah that's mm-hmm.
2: what um it's crazy also observation wise before we hit our list here mm-hmm. um 2015 that the force awakens i believe was the number one movie of the year and it only came out with 10 <laughs> days left to go <laughs> right. in the year yeah oh uh, wow it did 18. some
3: good work there so yeah. it
2: it made Almost a billion dollars yeah. domestically.
0: It I think
3: probably just beat out Chappie.
0: Just, <laughs> I think it will minute. probably be top five of this year. Then, yes, because it's going to have made another yeah. billion. Yeah. yeah, and this year's so bad. in twenty sixteen. So, so, yeah, it, and this year sucks. So there's not, not going to be five billion. There could be
2: two Star Wars movies in the top five this yeah. year, box office wise. Yeah, that would be fun. Interesting. Okay. George Lucas just quietly drinks more. <laughs> well, what we're going to do here more. is we're really going to have, we're now, gonna have plenty of time to talk about our top tens yes. mm-hmm. of the year, but we want to get uh, started on our bottom tens. This might take up just as much time. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give a little disclaimer here before I give my number. Um, I guess there are nine on my list. you going to talk about the algorithm that we use? <laughs> I, just wanna, I just want to be clear that these are movies that I did not see. Um, So when I'm factoring in bottom 10, (laughs) this is the bottom 10 of the ones that I saw. Okay. So not to say that these are the worst of the year because I have not seen a lot of batsmen. Good disclaimer. Similar thing with me because, like, I'm not
0: completist like Brian, so I don't see everything that's in theaters. So we normally can kind of – we smell at this point doing the show for three years. We can kind of s- smell a turd at a certain point. Right. And so we avoid them, but every once in a while. So mine are mostly ones we did episodes on, so I'm, I'm with you. But I did – there was one of these I saw, I think uh, – yeah, one of these I saw uh, by myself, and
2: um, I'm going to need to talk through it with you guys.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited.
2: So here we go. This is quite a few, and if these are on your list, you know, you don't have to comment on them now. I did not see The Last Witch Hunter. It. How dare Vin you? Diesel. Did Did you? you? No, I didn't. Okay. But, I, but I will. I will see that on DVDs. I mean, DVD well, I, mean DVD. I know Vin Diesel's a star, but yeah. who thought that that would work? No. Like who, Elijah Wood. <laughs> I don't think Elijah Wood knew. I don't think he yeah. cares. Two He's not you. getting much work these <laughs> days. Kevin Smith movies and <laughs> yeah. whatever.
3: Oh, gosh. Surely he drinks a Corona at some point while fighting a, rit- a Sure
2: Surely. I know, like I said, They're Vin smart. Diesel's a star, but I mean, just... Yeah. It, that was it. That had I think that comes over.
3: out on Blu ray next week, so I will let you guys know how it
1: goes. <laughs>
2: Gosh. Uh, I had I'm to sorry, not. Lindsay. I'll, I'll wire you $20. <laughs> uh, I saw one of this guy's uh, films, and it was great. And it's was um, probably going to win Best Picture, but his other one, The Cobbler, is in the bottom <laughs> of the list. Tom McCarthy is The Cobbler. What a weird year that guy had, <laughs> man. It's too. Cool. Tr- Sandler,
0: too. Like, you have yeah. the, the low part of the cobbler, and then he reaches heights. <laughs> With Pixels. <laughs> yeah. And the same with McCarthy with Spotlight. Uh, I think and you're cobbler.
2: confusing the fact that he was high during Pixels. <laughs> okay, you're, right, you're right. I am. You're right. I have that. So note. I didn't see The Cobbler. Um, but, and I didn't see Jim and the Holograms. Oh.
0: That's sure to be on
2: my list.
3: Neither did it.
2: literally anyone else. Nobody saw that movie. No
0: one yes. did. Who thought that was a good idea?
3: Well, I, I know a lot of uh, 30-plus-year-old girls, not, women, who were really excited about Not to about say it was it. a That's bad idea. idea. And then were like, oh, no. Not to say it was a bad idea. It's just that maybe no one knew it existed. Yes. I, I, well, yeah, maybe it, it should have been a January of this I mean, year Josie and movie. the Pussycats was a huge hit. It so, was. So, Tara
0: I mean, Reid. Like, <laughs> Who else is it that Rosario uh, Dawson, Rachel?
3: Yeah, yeah, good memory. To put Rachel, it out, I in the saw middle, that in like, the theaters. It's nice. To put it out in the middle of
2: the
1: fall yes, in it Oscar was season, terrible idea.
3: You should that should have been a, G- a January eighteenth yeah. kind of movie. That if I know. if I I'm, I can look up the number, but it, that was a by theater count by theater pull that was the biggest flop of all time. Oh, I, of all time, me. like it averaged two hundred dollars a theater. Yeah. That kind of thing. Wow, uh, didn't see that.
2: Didn't also see Get Hard. Starring Will Ferrell, we did an episode on that one. I don't think we did. No, you th- might have in your I personal fantasy. No, we did. we did not. We did not. I don't think we did. Never saw it. Maybe if we did. I, oh, I you didn't know see what? The <laughs> I think that was one
3: of those where maybe that was one where we were like, we're gonna do this, and then we, we did. We anyway, audible flexed or something, or
2: maybe flexed. Yeah. Ex Machina, in there sure. Um, Hot Pursuit. Didn't see that one. <laughs> what with Reese Witherspoon and uh, Sofia Vergara?
0: You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna not that? like number seven on my best <laughs> list, then. Didn't that see. add a
2: lot to that conversation. Didn't see Fifty Shades of Grey, classic film. Mm-hmm. Didn't see George Lucas's Strange Magic. Mm, I forgot that was I was, animated so uh, I yeah. fairy movie. Um, we didn't see Paul Bart 2. We really
0: missed out on that. That would have been a good episode. That would be a fun episode. We could have done our whole plot for Paul
3: Bart 3. And they're Apparently they're doing it. I no, really that's think true. She's in it. There's yeah, a
2: yeah. Uh, podcast, and shout out to, uh, it's called the Worst Idea of All Time podcast. <laughs> and they uh, watch grown-ups every week <laughs> and do a podcast. <laughs> uh, season 2 of their show is uh, called Till Death Do Us Blart and it's uh, it's Paul Blart <laughs> every single week uh, for a year so let oh, check that out it was man. very funny and uh, I also didn't see uh, Vacation the reboot oh Brian saw that I
3: saw that mm. did not did it make your worst of list it or? did not but it was very close it was okay. very close it was not good not good it was the kind of, of movie that uh, if you watch it at midnight when you're really tired okay you can laugh a couple of times but you don't feel good about it it's that kind of that kind of thing okay so it's not even like a late night
2: like you're up and you've had a couple to drink and you're about to go to bed and you can watch it before. I mean, I laugh... I, there
3: are certain movies that I yeah. like Harold and Kumar and things like that. Yeah, I'll watch no, those. No, it's not to that quality of Harold and Kumar. So oh, no, good. there's a couple of times wow. there is a few times when I laughed A little more than I should have, and thought I'm really ashamed of that. I shouldn't have laughed at that. So I feel like like that way with all Ed Helms related. (laughs) What's the yeah? Was Ed Helms the fault, or was it the script, or Uh, it's just not good? Like nobody should. Was it funny? We don't need a we don't need vacation remake. We I don't think, and uh, we didn't need. It's it's it straddles the uh, not enough. Randy Quaid. I mean. Does any movie have enough Randy Quaid? I don't. <laughs> Independence Day does. <laughs> Perfect amount. <laughs> Plenty of Randy Quaid. Actually, every Randy Quaid oh, yeah. movie has has enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
2: Okay. Uh, I didn't also see... The IRS minutes. does not have enough Randy Quaid. <laughs> I didn't see Seventh <laughs> Son with mm. Jeff
3: Bridges. Oh, man. Remember that? That was this yes. year, by the way. Wow. I what a year. I texted Richard about this when, we, when I went to see Jupiter Ascending, which <laughs> will make an appearance soon.
1: In um, number two
3: best? I had an idea that I was going to follow that up, and imme- like walk out of the theater and immediately go to see Seventh Son because I thought it would be funny to be able to say, I saw the two worst movies I've ever seen in what the was same it day. day back to back. Yeah. And then after Jupiter's City, I was like, no, I can't do this. I have a son. I have to be able to make it home.
1: <laughs> that was one of those Just...
3: weird things. I think it was
2: shot in like 2012 or yes, something. It had like, been on- the- yeah, those are always Julia Moore
3: and, uh, and Bridges, American Treasure, Jeff Bridges, were both actively trying to keep it from getting released. Just. Trying to pay them money to stick it on the yeah, shelf. Somewhere. I think they both
2: won Oscars, like from the time yes. they shot it until yes. the time it came out. They both did other movies and won <laughs> an Academy Awards <laughs> before it. Um, before it was amazing. Oh. So
0: um, in a lot of ways, it was
2: a, it was a blessing. Yes, <laughs> I did not see Self list with Ryan Reynolds. Did we <laughs> see that Selfless? Nope, didn't see that. That came out this year. Uh, Ryan Reynolds can just, you know, that this is Woman in Gold shades, too. Another one that came yeah. out that's just. The Deadpool De- might be it. Yeah, yeah. might be it. Deadpool's bad chance. or it not decently big. He's he's gonna be.
0: Oh, did you see that new uh, AMC show with Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> yeah. It's not bad. It's
2: yeah. not bad. That's gonna yeah. be Ryan. Yeah. Reynolds. This is his last hurrah. Right. I think. I got high hopes for it. Uh, the Wedding Ringer.
1: Oh, I forgot I another about Kevin that. Hart
2: with Josh Gad. Didn't see that one either. Hmm. So that's my didn't see okay. worst of the year list. And now I'm gonna hit my number nine of my worst of. Oh, 10, you can't even come up with ten. Couldn't come up. I didn't see ten. Awful, terrible ones. Um, they that I feel got putting on here. So my number, number nine is actually Jurassic World. Oh wow! I, I did not like this movie at all. <laughs> I felt that there was just, there was almost nothing original in it. Um, a non-original way of doing it. Um, didn't really breathe any new fresh life into the franchise other than Chris Pratt, who we all knew and loved before Jurassic World. Sure. So it's not like they was bringing that to our attention. Um, no, there's going to be a sequel. I know that. I just feel like that's the be- if that's the best we're going to get with this new trilogy or new reboot of Jurassic Park, then I'm
1: I wasn't down. very hot on really, either. I really I don't remember what carefully. I gave it
2: initially, but it really grows the more you think about it da- downward to me. Like
1: it gets
0: yeah. worse the more you think about that mov- about that movie.
2: Yeah, it felt like a Universal Studios theme park ride mm-hmm. reboot of I Jurassic saw it for World. the second time on a cruise ship and I thought this is about right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, honestly, I, I'm, on the, I'm as, on the pool above the pool. I nice. sat in the pool and watched yeah. it with kids just urinating and all
0: and over And a guy
2: it. walks by with margaritas
3: and just gets <laughs> taken away. Yeah. Nice. The we, cruise that I went on the show, the movie they showed uh-huh. like that was Australia. Oh Nicholas wow, Nicholas Kidman and uh, Nicole. Kidman. Ni- Ki- Nicholas Kidman. Nicholas Kidman. <laughs> Kidman. Yeah, Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman. So uh, did he show two sides? That was, a, that was a big hit.
2: So Jurassic World was mine, and yeah, I just. I didn't care for it All and right. and I don't ever want to see it again. Yeah, probably. I'm not a fan of it either. It, it wasn't as it might have been y'all's top 10, maybe, No,
3: it's no. it was a B for me and I think that's fine where it's at, but it is amazing that a movie that big, it's very similar to Avatar of Yeah. Is anybody going to really remember Jurassic World in a year or two years? No, cuz I I I really forgot until I was getting ready for this episode. I really forgot that we saw Jurassic World this year. It yeah. just kind of came and went. And yeah. I know it made a ton of money for Great for Universal, but And uh, I'm speaking as man.
2: a we're speaking as Jurassic
3: Park fan. Yes, Jurassic, Jurassic Park's, Park's one of my ten top favorite movies. Yeah, it's of all time. in the top ten of all yeah. time.
2: And so you know, high hopes, and yeah, almost nothing came out of it. So yeah. that was my number nine, Brian.
3: Okay, my number ten is a tie between uh, Get Hard, which I did see, and I guess you guys didn't, and uh, Hot Tub Time Machine Two. So I just oh, kind of wow. grouped those two together because they're. You know, terrible comedies that Mm -hmm. no one really can enjoy. I'm tired. John Cusack looks at your script and says, (laughs) "I think was horrible." Bosses two this year too, as well. No, that was last year. That was last year. year. That was was last year. We did have a dumb sequels. Yes, and we had a lot of Ted two, Vacation. uh, All of them kind of grouped together. This in the post Hangover world, Perfect two, where we're just nah. Pittsburgh two was fine, not great, but it was fine. Um, these R rated comedies that are trying to capture the success of The Hangover, not realizing that The Hangover also had two terrible sequels that nobody wanted to see, and The Hangover came out seven years ago. So we've got to, uh, if you're not going to put your brand behind, like Sisters was very good, Trainwreck was a great comedy, that kind of, uh, with a better writing, if not better talent, then I kind of feel like these lists are going to be populated by crappy R-rated comedies for the next 10 years. So, know? Get Hard and the other... What was the other one? Uh, hot Tub Time Machine 2. Hot Tub Time Machine 2. Okay. Yeah. Richard? Uh, go
0: ahead and do number 9, Brian, okay. so we can all... Because Kent did yeah. number 9s. Yeah.
3: Number 9 for me is Pan, which I oh, saw I just a couple either. weeks ago. Ugh. And I expected that would be bad. I didn't think it would be good. I did not expect... I hadn't seen the Rotten Tomato score, which is like 23% or something. Mm-hmm. And so, about 15 minutes in, I was like, this is awful. How, what were the yeah. ratings like for this? And went and looked. Was like, oh, okay. So As, it's not just... Unnecessary or not good. It is a legitimately a bad movie. I so. can call that one. I thought it would be horrible when they
2: pushed it back. I'm like, yeah. maybe it's good, <laughs> but no. Um, like my little sister, when the trailer came out, she was like texting me, like, "Did you see the trailer to Pan? Oh my gosh, it looks awesome!" Because Peter Pan was my favorite Disney movie. Mm-hmm. Like sure. Hook, you know, when that came out, I was right. like, "Oh my god!" Because I was right. four and I was loved Peter Pan. Don't need to reboot Peter Pan. No. Um, but Hugh they Jack probably will. look ridiculous.
3: About four it's just, years. <laughs> Yeah. Another pointless. Just it's pointless, and, and and it really... Like, Hook is a very divisive film, I found. It's like, People, what if we made a live-action Peter Pan? Yeah. Oh, we,
0: already, <laughs> we already did that. Already did that. Allison Williams,
3: times. too, not the right choice.
0: Was that a different Peter Pan <laughs> yes, remake from yes. the last two years? We
3: do it, like, every three or four years, but... <sighs> This really felt like the pitch for this, and I said this in my blog that I wrote this week is just, was just straight up. What if we made Hook really bad? And that was the entire. Oh, okay, great. Here's one hundred and fifty million dollars. So uh, that's number nine for me is Pan. Okay, number ten is a f- film that we probably forgotten about.
0: We didn't do an episode on it, but oh, I film. saw it on an airplane. It's a little film called Mordecai. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh
1: my gosh!
3: I almost brought it up when Kent was mentioning ones we hadn't seen, but I saw that it was on your the re- list. There's like, okay, only one reason this isn't top three worst film, and
0: that is Linnea <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Absolutely. I'm serious. Not even. Um, my number nine worst film of the year, and you know what? I've, this probably shouldn't be ahead of Mordecai, but <laughs> then I'm just going to. It's a movie that I also have kind of soured on as the year has gone on. Is a film called Focus.
3: Oh, I wow. almost
2: put that. I should have put that as number ten
3: on mine. I dropped it down my list some. I think I gave it a B when we saw it and it ended up at like a C plus or something, but it's pretty I, bad. Didn't, I didn't hate it. Like Suicide Squad is not
2: getting like positive a lot of positive feedback um, as far trailer as the trailer. Man. People are kinda souring on it. Like he struck out with concussion and, and focus and, and maybe yeah. so, like it's only a matter of time, <laughs> Bill. I'm 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 serious. And then he's not good publicity to mm-hmm. s- to boycott the Oscars because you didn't get nominated. Yeah, like, right. Everybody on earth has the has the. Uh, I didn't get yeah. nominated. And I'm not boycotting the Oscars.
3: You know what I, I mean? Am. I mean, the, the I'm thing not, is, I will not be attending. If you're in that, if you're going to go with the boycott the Oscars, that's fine. But if you're one of the people who got left out, you can't. Yeah, you've got to be nominated bad. and not yeah. go. Yeah. yeah, you just can't do that. You can't do that. Seems we need, like
0: we talk about
2: plan. that at a different date. Sure, but yeah, focus sucked.
0: Yeah, and yeah, you're right. I, we get a lot of people, though, that think that Suicide Squad trailer is awesome. People tweeting us, emailing us all the time, and I know there's DC fans, and that's fine. I hope, I like, this where people get it wrong about it. I hope it's good. Right. If not just for, because I like good movies, for you guys, I hope it's awesome. Right. That and Batman versus Superman. I just, I have more confidence this one will be better yes. than Batman versus Superman. It'll be better, but it won't be good. I don't know if it'll be, I just don't see it appealing to that many. It looks so awesome. It's not going to be, I don't hard. think it'll be
3: a hit. I don't think it's going to make a lot that's of the money. Thing. Yeah. It's yeah. called Suicide Squad. Yeah. Right? That, How do you that take that your nine-year-old, gonna, like, right? hey. No, but it's going to be rated R. I mean, it'll be. Those always do well. Yeah, I know. I don't think it would <laughs> rated be successful. Rated R superhero films? I still have some <laughs> hope that fun. it'll be a decent, at least a decent movie because you got a lot of talent. And David Ayer is a really good, is good director. Yeah, he so is. That, and it, it seems like Snyder has the least influence yes. over this as compared to everything that- else that's happening in that universe. But. Do you bleed, though, Brian? <laughs> you will. Gosh. Okay. No, Who, Bat- which one of you tweeted Superman. the Wonder Woman logo? I did, yeah. That was perfect. It's immediately I was like, yes, that it, that looks like water it does Murder. look like awesome. that or
0: early '90s WWE. What's going to happen
2: yeah. when Batman v Superman comes out? <sighs> makes money, but is horrible. Mm-hmm. It's it's Fantastic Four level bad, and uh, <laughs> they have they've already basically made the Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, and they've used Batman v Superman as this huge launching vehicle to Aquaman. And, and they but it flops, and like do they? cancel everything? <laughs> well, in Justice
3: League, too, they've got, like, pretty yeah. much, yeah. you know... In the case. shooting it right and now. And the Flash movie. I mean, they've got... There's a lot riding on that movie, and I don't think that they... I think it'll make a lot of money. It'll make a lot of money, and it will be, like... Thirty-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. that's what I think is going to happen. Yes, yeah, so it's going to make a lot of money. It's Batman versus Superman. I used to hope that it would turn out good, and now I don't. Now after yeah, the- enough people have tweeted us, been like, yes, "What do you think of this yes. one?" No, it still it looks, looks awful. awful. <laughs> what are you seeing that we are not? Like, I don't get it. This looks freaking terrible. I want all Batman movies to be good, but now I want this. Apparently, movie. he okay. talks in the robot voice in oh, his normal geez. outfit because he
2: does the "Do you bleed? He will," and he's in his normal bat suit. So, <laughs> I, I, I don't. <laughs> I Just and Eisenberg is. I, I'm sorry, it's, we're not going to get into did this. Did you
0: know that two months, guys? Yep, we're, we're heading that it's way. Auto tune, Batman, 808s <laughs> and heartbreak, bro. Gosh, that version of Batman. All right, Kent. Let me just say. Oh yeah, one please thing. let's do another. Jack Snyder hour was on this.
2: Conan like two weeks ago. How week Jack ago. was he? Yeah, did like, they even fit his biceps? in the He's screen? the most like. What Andy would you picture Zack Snyder looking like in your brain? Okay, he looks like that, but even more douchey. <laughs> um, still rocking he, Affliction or he something? He is so
3: just blinded. Like He has no, no I don't idea. think he has a clue what a good movie looks like. Because I, I think he thinks every one of his movies is not a good movie, is a great movie. Yeah. And Man of Steel is so bad. Man of Steel is awful. Okay,
2: I'm going to go to my number eight. Which, uh, speaking of these reboots, uh, was Terminator Genesis, Ugh. and they've actually canceled the sequel, planned sequel to this. Oh, okay, um, we won one, guys. We got so they instead they're uh, doing a Baywatch reboot. Yeah. with, with, with uh, Dwayne the Rock with Johnson the Rock. and Alexandra Daddario. Yeah, I saw that together in. Uh, San Andreas All on board on that.
1: <laughs> yeah. All on board
2: for, for Alexandra to run and in slow motions. Yeah, I'm cool with
0: that in a lot of ways. But, <laughs> but and there's <laughs> other beautiful people in it. Oh, male and female. But how, so what do you mean by that? They canceled Terminator to do that. Like this producers like they, or they, Paramount. Yeah, Paramount pulled the Terminator sequel off. I would have ma- You're right. I, so. A ba- they literally just pulled this off. and were like, we'll just do a Baywatch movie. Do we have a script? Well, just they, don't worry about no, it. No, they already had it.
3: <laughs> that that was already in the works, but okay. they moved it. They moved it to. That it was spot. A, like a. I end saw of they May. were making that. It, it was, was like I an end the... of
2: May 2017 release date on uh, on Terminator. But it's sad. It's just sad when Paramount's like, what do people want to see more? Baywatch or Terminator? <laughs> right. Yeah, probably Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just <laughs> what time? Times have changed.
3: Like i I think I, if that is Baywatch campy be awesome. and fun, yeah, and it's the rock. What and if they just make uh, beautiful women, uh, the Terminator, then? one of the lifeguards? Couldn't we just have the best of both <laughs> oh, worlds there? That would be just awesome. old Arnie and <laughs> just T1000 swimsuit. just walks yeah. out of the ocean. Yeah. 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 All right, and no, obviously Jai Courtney will be there. Because so
2: Genesis mm-hmm. sucked. Um, you know what? It's not. It's, it's so far down on my worst list because I'd rather watch it than literally <laughs> every movie that I've had of it because it's just kind of popcorn stupid yeah at least horror. Arnold is it's cool not, yeah, yeah Arnie was the best part
3: good. by far by far it yeah.
2: completely eliminated the possibility of any sequels so that's kind of a bummer because I do like Terminator and I want it to be good and fun you know I want it to be fast f- and furious you know I want
0: right. it
3: to be, have a second life um, but it probably won't john cena what about you brian you're next (laughs) number eight for me really hurts guys this was a tough and i knew it was gonna happen aloha (laughs) i knew it was coming but i just couldn't accept that cameron crowe who is my second or third favorite director of all time could make not just a bad movie but like an all-time classic horrible film
1: yeah well his
0: finances are pretty tied up in that zoo so,
3: <laughs> you know, it, it was he had to make this man, in a hurry. That really made We Bought a Zoo look like a masterpiece. Yeah. it's you guys didn't see it, right? No, man. I have. Uh, yes, I did. I saw it on oh, airplane. Oh, wow. I have dignity and self respect, <laughs> and I like to remember Cameron Crow. As yeah, I, I know. It's just it's sad. I. I hope that he can figure out a way to recover. Because this, in the only thing that I can say in its defense is that it did seem like a passion project. And sometimes passion projects, you just get passionate. Yeah, about but the he's wrong done thing. like, he's done three Elizabeth Town, movies in a but row. But
0: Elizabethtown was also
3: his passion project. Sure sure so like that's love letter that's a to thing. His dad. i know <laughs> so I know. but i don't i like elizabeth <laughs> town i know i'm the only person in the world it's but not I, awful but, but like, like that movie. it's not a gr- i, I not think if good. you just would have cast orlando bloom cast billy crudup in place of orlando bloom. or the cup <laughs> or the cup obviously uh the but the cup was he's only like three or four <laughs> at that time you know it's <laughs> true um, He still had in it. <laughs> <laughs> just the juice box basically <laughs> um Anyway, Aloha depresses me on every level because, A, it's Cameron Crowe making a horrible film, and, B, the cast was original American treasure Bill Murray, Rachel McAdams, who I love, Emma Stone, who I love, yeah, Bradley Cooper, you're up like you, all these great talented people, and then there's this weird subplot about a satellite that <laughs> is maybe gonna crash. I don't know. Yeah, it, I it look. Made, I, uh, I'm zero on my airplane. Sense.
2: I'm like, oh, Bradley Cooper. St- oh, this is a fun romantic comedy. Oh, there's <laughs> there's a there's, uh, Jim from the Office. All right, I'm yes, gonna sit down here. Yes. I'm gonna edit a video. Click, I'm gonna look. Oh, and they're in space. <laughs> yeah, it's like what yes. is
3: even it, happening? It makes not one <laughs> ounce of sense. It was a huge flop. It's it's just a bad film. It was worth it for the uh, really. In the Stone out. joke
0: on the SNL audition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was yes. cool. So that was the only good yes. thing to come from Man. it. Man, tough, tough for me, guys. Okay, Richard, mine hurts for me. So the number eight <laughs> spot is, comes from a place of pain because this was my like most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah, dude, it's uh, <laughs> it's
3: Tomorrowland. Gosh, I didn't have. I still have that as like a B, B minus. And that it but even still that's the most disappointing movie of the year. Yeah. Like that should I'm with you. That was that are a low off. I was super high on that movie. I remember almost nothing about Tomorrowland.
2: Almost it
1: nothing. It was very other earnest. than that the
2: the pin was a really cool design.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool, uh, cool yeah. design. Uh, this pin, Tomorrowland, no, okay. is the only thing that makes me nervous about any potential Star Wars films mm. because it does show that the Disney machine does sometimes sure. can
2: one out of fifteen times suck. Right, and it makes me nervous.
1: I think it's, it's more about movie.
2: when they just go out on these huge limbs. Yeah, I know. Like yeah. with John Carter and stuff. You know, right? Just,
3: I think that's why I gave it some more credit than you. Is just of it had ambition. I'll give it that. It wasn't just let's pump out. No Pirates of the Caribbean movie. It had good you know? people behind it. It yeah. had just Brad Bird stop. and it had Clooney stop and getting Damon Lindelof involved with anything. We've yeah. just gotta we've gotta stop. But it, yes, it Tomorrowland was like the worst J.J. Abrams movie ever. Like yeah. super mystery box and it's like he wrote half a script and then fell asleep and somebody grabbed it and made it a movie. Yeah, and I think and to, your, to your
2: point, Richard, as far as Disney, I think they're hedging their bets on things that they know people like, like as far as Marvel, and I, Star Wars. right. Yes, they're not, they're, not willing to take as many risks as they they did. Like but with,
0: my with argument, when anyone gets any nervous about Star Wars, I'm always like, just trust the infrastructure right. of Disney. Lone They're, Ranger, yep. yeah. But then, mm-hmm. like Tomorrowland and Lone Ranger, those things right. make right. me at least three percent. Like it is in the realm of possibility; right. that they it could, could happen. They can yes. screw something yes. up.
3: I'm willing to. There, at some point, there will be a bad Star Wars. Movie it will be that comes uh, out of the Disney. It'll issue. be the Maybe Colin Trevorrow down the road. Yeah. yeah. Just yeah, look
2: at we'll the directors. See. Is all you got.
3: All I got. Hopefully say. the. Uh
0: His test footage is as good as it was for Jurassic World. (laughs) It's just like a guy in a lightsaber
2: with a room. Yoda's just (laughs) flying and just picking up people and throwing them across the
0: room.
1: All right.
2: Hey, ma'am, fam, question for you. Do you own a small business or are you a boss? Are you looking to hire awesome people, but you just can't find somebody to fill that role? Let me tell you about ZipRecruiter.com. With ZipRecruiter, you can post your job to 100 plus job sites all with one click. In fact, over 80% of jobs posted on ZipRecruiter get a qualified candidate in just 24 hours. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by businesses of all sizes to find the most qualified job candidates with immediate results. That's why ZipRecruiter is different. Unlike other job sites, ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them. Right now, you can post your jobs for free on ZipRecruiter by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash That's ZipRecruiter. .com/mad. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Thanks to ZipRecruiter for supporting this episode of the Mad About Movies podcast. All right, Kent, number seven. Number seven on my list was Pixels. Mm, that is... it sucks. That's all I got to say. <laughs> we'll rude. talk about it more later, yep. I'm sure. It's higher on my uh, list. So I'll hit my number six then okay. um, was Fant4Stick. Oh, yeah. Um, or Fantastic Four, I have in parentheses. Um, we'll talk about that
3: one later, Great too. So, go. Brian, yeah. go ahead. Seven for me, I, I see on someone else's list, so I'll just mention it is I Am Jeppy. That's okay. number seven. Wow. Uh, I think Way we're going to talk about that Yikes. more in a little bit.
2: Yeah, So we're going to talk about it.
0: It's funny because,
3: <laughs> yeah, we're
2: going to have to. It's funny that you, while weighing this list, this list Brian. Yeah. You're thinking to yourself, okay? Would I rather watch Chappie than anything in the world? Yeah, I'd I would rather, rather
3: watch Chappie than all the six oh, movies. Oh wow! I have wow. So <laughs> think about that. You, we, can't think I- about that because Chappie is terrible. And <laughs> I might vote you off the show. Yeah, yeah. You uh, can I, be- I think maybe you guys are forgetting some. So we'll see. I
0: don't know. We're gonna have to talk about this. <laughs> uh, so go ahead, Richard. Okay, my uh, number seven is Terminator Genesis, which we've already talked about, and number six. Should we just do it now? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so
3: I have Wait a, a second. List. I thought we were doing worse. No, I had that
0: on my best, bro. <laughs> and then I have my top ten best films of the year and my top ten worst from the year. And then I have my top ten sickest films <laughs> of the year. And it's just Entourage <laughs> ten times. So I'll give it that because it was super sick.
2: Best Russell Wilson cameo
0: of the year,
1: though.
2: <laughs> you got to give him that. I don't know. The second half. The chemistry between Russell Wilson and Mark Cuban just comes off the screen. It's just it's palpable. I mean, we were on. Uh, I mean, who didn't know this was going to be terrible? F- oh man! Best on-screen romance of the year is it Turtle and Ronda Rousey, or I'm convinced <laughs> that's why Dennis she lost. Girl? It's either Vikander and uh, and Redmayne or Turtle and right. Rousey. Yes, it's gonna be. It's gonna come down to the wire with that one. Mm-hmm. Um, that. <laughs> Let me ask you, Richard. It's also on my list, but does it suck, or is it just that we no? Is that it's Entourage both? sucks? No, it. Oh yeah, Entourage sucks. Entourage, Entourage If you sucks, love yeah. Entourage, will you think Entourage the movie sucks? If you, I know love, a guy that loved love Entourage,
0: and he said it was way better when he watched it at home because it just felt like a long Entourage episode, <laughs> which is what yeah. it is. He said it was a little weird watching it on a big screen; it didn't feel right. Oh. And I was like, dude, just reacts. You know, yeah. get more acts going in, and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't think that
1: so
0: any
3: brush show from the last 10 years has aged quicker or more poorly than Entourage did. Because there know, are, are people... Lists- <laughs> <laughs> there are people that I like and and generally trust opinions on who will swear by Entourage. I saw every episode. of I, I saw three seasons of it, and and Which then I, almost immediately you are like, oh, that was a really crappy show. And uh, in the minute, Richard I had next wife too, to blame I it. Kept on. Richard so,
0: realized
2: uh, it was, it was uh, dude, just totally douchey.
3: I so and many, and just so many
0: kept watching. I have
2: it. so
3: many. He old
0: was hate watching it. text yeah, message yeah. threads yeah. with my fr- with Brian and my friend John Mark that are just me going, I can't. I have to watch this. Yeah, I'm like going in like because it would, I would come home at that time. I was working at a bookstore, so I worked what mostly at a bookstore. First of all, I'll explain later on a different podcast. Okay. Um, on um, it's a that Dan Carlin history show.
3: <laughs> mad about closed stores. <laughs> yeah,
0: mad about porters. Dead businesses. <laughs> and uh, I worked at a bookstore, so I worked nine hours, and I would come home. With like, it's when I was young and skinny and could do this. I'd come home with just bags of fast food, and then I'd lay down after a long day on my feet all day, slanging, slanging books, slanging Pattersons, and uh, uh. and I'd sit down and I would just hit my DVR button, and there would be my stuff. Uh, ready for me, and every time when Entourage would pop up, I had it season past. It was just like, Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> here we go. And I did that for like four years, Gosh. and uh, it was super depressing. And uh, so it aged for me during its run, yeah. But it since, yeah, since 2009 or whenever it went off, 2008, Couldn't believe, yeah, can't, 2015. You know what.
2: 2015 yeah. needs an entourage What's, movie. What are Vinny and the
0: boys up to? Yeah. Right. It yeah. was Kent's reaction was the best because he he was he had, touring and yeah. being cool and being in a band and not slanging right. uh, Koontz's. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so
2: you had no familiarity with. Well, I was slanging Koontz's, but it was diff-
1: <laughs> different meaning. But yeah. go ahead. Jeez.
0: So, um, <laughs> Dean Koontz. Yes. The, oh, Dean Oh, yeah. The oh, famous okay. horror, right. horror writer. Uh, so, uh, so, Ken didn't, had, you had like, you knew what on was. I'd never seen the but show. But you had never seen never it. Seen and it. you went into the film. Uh, <laughs> And you we were blown away. And you were like, I'm buying these box sets right... Oh, oh, good. Thank God there's HBO Now. Well, a teaser,
2: th- Richard, because we did a whole episode on Entourage. So if you want our full thoughts... There we go. Definitely check that out. Um, I will move on. Sure. And to my number, I believe... I'm in my top five because I mentioned yeah. Fant4Sick was my number six. So my number five was Tomorrowland. Okay. And I put it so high just because of how offensive it was when it comes to potential.
1: hmm
2: um, Sure. And... My number four is Aloha, and oh. that that uh, is in that same line. So when you think of the people involved, and it's just kind of like, where did it all go wrong? Yeah. I think Tomorrowland just fails in um, ambition, too much ambition, um, not a real approachable subject matter for the general public. Uh, it was kept under wraps as far as what it was about. Yeah. No one really knew what it was other than it was about a magical world, right? and that's fine if your movie is right. Avatar. If you have something that after, after it comes out and people see it, they're going to tell you you need to see this, and this had none of the, uh, yeah. the factor
3: of it. No. Yeah. And- too, too, pu- too much effort put into the mystery of it, is what right. it, I think hurt it more than anything else. Do you think, uh, so you know,
0: going back to Aloha, the, your next one, you know Cameron Crowe is famous for playing music on his set to like, get people in the mood. Right uh, for a certain scene. Do you think he played like a lot of Nickelback and Creed mm-hmm. for this, like he knew it was a bad movie? played <laughs> like, all right, now I'm going to play LFO. Yeah. Now it's think about it. You're the, in space.
2: Yeah, <laughs> It's weird that the Pearl Jam documentary is like the best thing he's done since Almost Famous, almost. Yeah, like, that's, <laughs> that is. Sad, yeah. Considering yeah. where the potential that he had. I don't know. You could probably comment on that more. Is no, he involved you're accurate. in vinyl at all? A little. He should get hardcore. There's a show he called, called Roadies. Kind of okay, I was talking about the
0: show vinyl. That yeah. new uh, Scorsese Mick- and yeah, Mick Jagger. Scorsese, yeah. He needs to like just be the showrunner on that for yeah. like five years. Yeah. I think Rodies could be a cool thing
2: if it's sort of a serialized version of Almost Famous kind of right. behind the scenes yeah, of that's the rock cool and, and roll too. could be fun mm-hmm. as well. So my number four, I got my top three left, um, and I will get to those in a bit. So Kent.
3: Good. I mean, sorry, you're Brian, right? I am. Okay, good. Uh, six for me is Black Hat. Uh, which is very is is very similar to Aloha. Oh, Hemsworth? that's right. Yeah, the yeah. Michael Mann Chris movie. Chris Hemsworth and Michael Mann, who's also one of my favorite directors of all time. Bad and year Heat, for Brian's favorites. I know, it was tough, man. Heat is an incredible film. Incredible film. Collateral's great. He does, even his bad movies like Miami Vice are, I think, are really watchable because of just the visuals and the way his his shot locations and things like that. What Michael Mann doesn't need to direct is a movie about a hacker. That's, I mean, that's just kind of what it comes down well, to. most here. hackers look like Hemsworth. <laughs> exactly. And Tough. It, it's nonsensical, and it's boring. And, I forgot that movie. And that. it makes Chris Hemsworth, who we think is a, actually a movie star, it makes him borderline unlikable. So Tough
2: year if you're Chris Hemsworth. That's
0: what I was yes. going to say. Not you great. have
3: Black Cat, and uh-huh. we had Avengers
2: Age of Ultron, which... A while his he, plot, people was the liked worst it. Part. It was the worst plot. Mm-hmm. Didn't live up to the expectations of the Avengers or surpassed them at all. Yeah, by any means, um, he had a vacation mm. and in the heart of the sea, which were both. Well, don't worry, yeah. he's got Ghostbusters this year, so
3: we're good. <laughs> it's all gonna turn around. Yeah. It's all yeah. around. And, and you know what's
2: what's smart is casting Channing Tatum or ca- casting Chris Hemsworth in your Ghostbusters film and not making him one of the Ghostbusters. <laughs> <Probably>. <laughs> Leslie Jones you can do it oh okay <laughs> come on in I think I would I be 800% more excited about Ghostbusters if it was Chris it Hemsworth was Chris Pratt Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill even if That's it was it the, be.
3: the exact same women just not Leslie Jones. Yeah. Leslie Jones I'm cool with female Ghostbusters I watched it's SNL this weekend live for the first time in years and the writing's getting so much better and there were some bits that were really funny Adam Driver was so good Every time Leslie Jones came on screen, just she, an and you can't power hear her because she's so quiet. Just
2: <laughs> just, how many? How much is the gosh, first Ghostbusters killer. going to rip off Ghostbusters? I mean, the new one. All it's it. going to be like fifty thousand references. Yeah, it's to be a Jurassic Godzilla. World. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Totally.
3: <laughs> so, Black Hat's my number six. Number okay. five for me is Entourage. So, oh, I, I yeah. think we've covered
2: that. Is uh, your number four been mentioned yet? I go,
0: have not. Go ahead. Okay. Your number four. We'll number four for three. me is Pixels. Oh, yeah. me too. So let's talk about that together. Okay. So you'd rather watch you? Chappie than yeah. Pixels?
3: Oh yeah, definitely. Oh. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Just to get more into the Die word sort of uh, mythology. I'm going to you know? ask you this: every movie from now on, so you'd rather watch Chappie <laughs> than? Yeah. Look, I I don't ever want to watch Chappie again. Unless- you want to watch?
2: Pic- you want to watch it more than? Pixels? I would rather
3: watch it than Pixels. Yes. Man. Pixels wow. killed me, man.
2: It was. You'd mm. rather watch Chappie than Black Hat?
3: Yes. I can at least Ooh. sleep through Black Hat,
2: yeah. Oh wow!
3: No, no, I, I uh yeah, I'm good. I'm good with where Chappie sits. Okay.
0: Yeah. <sighs> All right, Richard. Pixels is brutal. Pixels for me. Pixels is brutal. We should talk about it uh, br- briefly. Um, Sandler's
3: done. It's over. Yeah, yeah it's like over. that's not. He's not coming. to. Yeah, done. But this he's... made money. That's that's the worst part. That made a good Pixels chunk of money. Pixels made money. Yeah, overseas especially. Uh, but you know. Yeah, I don't know if Sandler's done. I mean, he's, he's done. got. This, was, Maybe, this year I think was he's the kill up. shot. I think yeah.
0: he's yeah. done
2: with people taking risks on him. Or I, I mean, Pixel is kind of a high-concept oh, thing. He's still going to well, make
3: movies. Yeah, I'm no, I know. But yeah. they'll
2: be, it'll be like, just go with it. It won't be Pixel. No, I, know. <laughs> I don't know. It won't be a $100 million Because we're
3: going to talk about him again here in a minute. And yeah. his next four movies are on Netflix. And... But I, I just think...
2: You're not going for the general public when you put a movie on Netflix directly. You're not. You're going for. I know. The late I just. Night I'm just saying. Thing. I'm not saying he's done making
0: money at all. He yeah. may make He'll another make money. billion dollars in career. He's done as a substantial comedian. Yes, in movies, I
3: think the to, the to chance of us seeing an Adam Sandler movie like Funny People or uh, Spanglish or something like that, where he's trying to do something that he's very good at, that he's very he's very good as a comedic. Dramatic actor. Yeah. I think he tried that with The Cobbler, sadly. Yeah, he did. Oh, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. So it's when you have three movies in one year and all of them are like sub 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, and that might be generous. That's not a great, that's not good. But you got the heck of it. And with he with made friends. Peter Dinklish unlikable, which is yeah. really weird. That yeah. should not be, yeah. that should be very difficult to, uh, to accomplish uh, pixels and Kevin James rough. I mean who would have thought Kevin <laughs> James <laughs> is the president I feel yeah. like that's on my little blog that I wrote this week that's how it just Kevin James, is, <sighs> Kevin the James is the worst can't that uh, can't that serve as enough
0: alright okay so we're gonna Go our on. bottom three of the year time mm-hmm. uh, number three
3: we'll do these boom boom what boom what was your number five just for the record I don't my
0: think... f- oh I'm sorry my number five was Fantastic Four, okay. and, four and my number four with Pixels like you said sweet and then let's get in our top three. So, uh, Kent, yes.
2: What is your third worst film? My of this third series? worst is Jupiter Ascending. Oh, what! A, I thought it was a lovely. It started off the year with this last year. I think it was our first review of 2015. What a way to start a great Man. year! Um, the Perfect. Wachowskis have to stop. Um, I think they will. I don't think they will be given the option. Eddie anymore. Redmayne won the Oscar despite this coming out. Uh huh. Um, pretty crazy. The uh, the biggest argument you have for racism among the academy
0: <laughs> is that this did not derail, um, yeah, the Eddie Raymond yet. Yeah, uh, no, no, the the Stephen Hawking one. Yeah, uh, it did not derail his Oscar for that. But uh, when Eddie Murphy did Norbit, <laughs> yeah, de- when Norbit came yeah. out before, uh, it, they say that cost him his Oscars. That's ra- you can that t- that that's race, your
2: right. best example, Jada Pinkett. It well, can't be considered racist because he's from another planet. I mean, does that really count? <laughs> um, no, it was so bad. Um, it's Almost really bad. nothing good. Channing Tatum even comes out. It's like, yeah, that movie's awful. Best, best wolf years in a film, though,
3: yeah. this year Space Vampire. I don't know what with
2: Angel What anyone involved in that was I thinking. I think the, the reason this is you They're like, thinking that it, it's the people that made The Matrix
3: so i would be yeah. stupid not to do this. Well, yeah. they're like, Forgetting C- that it's also the people that made The Matrix 2, The Matrix 3, yeah. Speed Racer, Cloud Atlas. Like, What about... they uh, made one good movie. What about Sense8?
2: Do people like that?
3: I know I, people have recommended it to me. Yeah, it's really weird to no, check it out. It it really flopped. flopped. Like I think
2: it, I think Sense Eight flopped huge on ne- as far as viewers on Netflix. Sure. Like I don't, I don't even know. know if got yeah. I
3: heard a lot races. of everybody who reviewed it gave me the it makes zero sense for six episodes. But if you can or whatever, at some point if you can stick through this point, then that's how I felt. With Cloud comes Atlas together. Too. Yeah, ugh, Cloud Atlas is brutal. Quentin
2: Tarantino saw Speed Racer and he did i can't remember what show maybe it was howard stern he does like 20 minutes on the you know, wachowski <laughs> speed racer and it is classic quentin it's great you okay it so it's like really doesn't make sense all yeah. right it's like so it's like so, uh <laughs> it's a movie that i wanted to see in the 70s but like uh 1998 or uh, <laughs> when they decided to start making you know it was it was great um so i'm gonna move on you want to do no my way. number two no, hold on hold on we're gonna and Oh, you oh you're gonna do all three okay Number two was Entourage. Mm, oh yeah! Oh yeah! My number one worst film of the year was Chappie. Oh, I just don't check. see how any, even Jupiter Ascending, I, can, I don't see how it can I, be worse than Chappie. Oh, I think
3: Jupiter Ascending is the worst movie I've ever seen. Seriously, oh. <laughs> yeah. Does it have Diane Word? Wow. Well, does Chappie have Eddie Redmayne <laughs> doing
2: this, and it's the? No, oh, but story. it has Diane Word <laughs> as your yeah. as your protagonist.
0: Gosh. So. And a, and a and a robot with an attitude. actually antagonist, but kind of protagonist. You I for love. Them. You
1: just can't help but love you know, them. They, <laughs> they jump off the
0: screen. Yeah, you know, it's like Christoph Waltz and Enniorius. You're like, I like this guy. I don't right. know why. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> all right, Brian. So you're your bottom three of the year. Bottom three of the year. Fantastic Four, bottom. which I think uh, <laughs> might be the worst superhero movie of all time. No, I think it. Uh, What's no. worse? Green freaking lantern. Green lantern is worse? Yes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see it all, so. <laughs> Blake Lively. Um, let
0: me hammer this out for you. Blake Lively is both the vice president of a major
3: defense organization and a fighter pilot. Yes. And great at both of those jobs. Um Fantastic Four (coughs) is just a total disaster. It is. It's really bad. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything good that you can say about it from minute one of Miles Teller trying to be a high school uh, science nerd uh, through the entire. I mean, it's it's a just a. Just a cluster mess of awful. Uh, just a really genuinely terrible film, and may end the career of of uh, Josh Trank and hopefully Miles Teller too. <laughs> Guess um, how many times I got to watch fan- *Force this year? How many
2: on the uh, Cowboys charter flight home yeah. from Green Bay? Is that a big hit? Fantastic Four, <laughs> followed by *Aloha*. Gosh, Gosh that's they, brutal. Oh, they just—that's rough. That's it, really it was, rough. I mean, after getting your ass kicked. The NFL <laughs> You get on a plane Just have to watch and Fantastic having you Four. sit through Fantastic Four Gosh. and then having people around you enjoy it is not a fun, brutal pleasant experience. Brutal. So I never want to see it again.
3: Fantastic Four, number three for me. Number two is the Ridiculous Six. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, great year for Sandler. I mean when the high point is Taylor Lautner as a simpleton eh, <laughs> things are not great for your for your movie. Um, I, I highly enjoyed Rob Schneider. I normally like when people play themselves.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, we never complain about Clooney being Clooney in yeah. movie. Um, the movie. Remember when we legitimately boy. had to deal with Taylor
0: yes. Lautner and the uh, other one for a think, while? I think that's over. Like they so. were to be reckoned with yeah. as young stars in Hollywood. Yeah.
2: Robert Pattinson.
3: I think that's over now. It's like they're the worst. I um, can't believe
2: Will Forte was involved. I know. And he tweeted it's the day sh- it premiered, I'm in the new movie, The Ridiculous Six. Yeah.
3: I love this movie. Go watch it. Cause you got to do bits when you're. You got to do bits when
0: you get paid fifty k to show up. He's also the brother award. Solomon and
3: a few other <laughs> yeah, terrible yeah, films. Beer yeah, so. um, <laughs>
2: was a smash too. Box office. <laughs> so
3: so uh, there's an entire plot point of Rob Schneider mm-hmm. uh, walking around with a donkey who has diarrhea. So I that's watch. Fun. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't put this on my
2: list because I didn't think it qualified. <laughs> um, but. I tried to
3: watch some of it. Yeah, um, didn't make it past the opening credits. I don't think it's unwatchable, (laughs) and it's. I think this may be more than any other. Like, I feel like you can watch the. You know, the evolution of man chart. It's, I think you can find one of those for Adam Sandler but he, it's regressive. Like he just gets yeah. just sinks further and further into him, his shame of I mm-hmm. mean I got paid $20 million to do this so I guess I am yeah. going to Did do they this.
0: release the full financials on the Netflix deal? It's I,
3: it was a lot. I don't remember exactly okay. what it was but it was, it was a they lot of they're, money. They said they're spending and it six was bill front. this year. <laughs> B.
2: Jeez. Six bill on original content this year. Well they should have spent $8 on this one. But
0: How um, does that how do they make that back? Man well, I guess it's everyone
2: like they got a seat you know multiple seasons of over 10 shows yeah, yeah. you got multiple movies uh, i don't know it's they have an interesting thing they're putting the, model. i think i think they're there's nothing really on netflix that you've seen that's like you know, when they take it seriously, like like Game of Thrones, for example, you watch that and you're like, man, they spare no expense. It looks incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Netflix is going for that you know, yeah. high quality programming yeah. rather yeah. I than
0: think just- uh, House of Cards looks like it's expensive. It
3: does. Yeah. It looks very Totally. Weird. Until um, they start acting.
0: Yes. Okay. So Ridiculous Six,
3: it? number two, and Jupiter Sentinels, my number one. Okay. Worst movie I've ever seen.
0: Richard. That's so if you were right, that's the worst movie you've ever worst seen. Worst
3: movie. I. I mean, From the guy who's seen every movie in the last 20 years, pretty I'm much. sure there are worse movies, because I'm good at avoiding terrible, <laughs> terrible films, but I just think, I think pound for pound, you had so much money to spend. You have directors who, while they have not made a good movie, they've only made one good movie, and it was a long time ago, and it hasn't aged well. They do have a sense for, for visual flair, at least, I think you sure. could say. You had a pretty good cast, and you had... A lot of time to put together something worthwhile. And instead, everything about that movie comes across as a B-movie. Like, it really legitimately looks like... It looks like something that you would see on Mystery Science Theater. But, mm-hmm. with, but with so much better quality uh, visuals and stuff. Just because of the cameras <laughs> that they had to work with. You know, there's no... There's no good filmmaking involved with that movie at all. The cast is br- the acting is terrible. The script is one of the worst things I've ever seen yeah. on a screen. Um, you know, Remember so Mila many Kutus of those- is like a janitor yes, or something. Yeah, there's nothing cleaning the that makes toilets sense. Of, yes. on Jupiter. It's yeah. <laughs> weird. Yeah. The, the entire plot is so convoluted and ridiculous. It makes zero sense. Uh, Channing Tatum as Space Werewolf with with wings. The dialogue of of uh, you know Sean Bean, <laughs> Sean Bean, at, say, saying to Mila Kunis, "You've never been stung by a bee before, have you?" That's yeah. because bees can sense royalty. I mean, mm-hmm. just the worst sort of stuff that you could possibly cram into a a uh, mainstream, a, a big feature film. And I think the best part is that they opened it at Sundance. They like had a secret showing at Sundance and every person that comes out is like, What the crap did I just watch? You yeah, know, they thought it was good. <laughs> yes. Yes, because they thought they had a hit. Uh horrible disaster of a film. I like I said, I'm sure there are worse movies that have come out this year. I didn't see any anything worse. And I, I legitimately I think this is that's the worst movie I've ever seen. So that wraps it up, I guess. How what dare do you, got? you.
0: Uh number three, Jupiter Ascending. Little transition there for nice. you. Uh number two, Ridiculous Six. Same. Same these. same way. and my yeah. number one least favorite film of the year. Uh so Brian and I are <laughs> simpatico on number two and Kent and I are simpatico on number one. <laughs> number <laughs> one worst movie ever. Of the year, twenty fifteen. <laughs> Forever. I
2: same am, thing. I am Chuppy. <laughs> I am Chuppy. Chappie. You know that the um The Alien movie that uh, Blomkamp was supposed to do was pushed back. Yeah. And borderline canceled. Canceled uh, in preference of uh, Prometheus 2 or whatever that is called. That's
0: one good thing to come from this.
2: So I guess Ridley uh, revived his space um, love with the Martian. And they were just kind of like, keep doing what you're doing. Just Just do do that that again. Do more of that. Get Matt Damon in it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to move on to the best of the year. Hey, let's get happy, guys. Let's get happy. You want to do some honorable mentions? Let's do honorable mentions. I have three I I'm to mention. So do I.
0: Um, Brian has 49.
2: 17, yeah. Like I said, uh, some of these are late entries, uh, and these could easily be on my top ten, and uh, they just barely missed the list. So honorable mention for me is a documentary. Okay. Uh, There were a lot of strong ones this year, ones we did episodes on. We talked um, Scientology Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier this year, we talked the Kurt Cobain documentary montage of Heck, which was excellent. Uh, but mine is Amy, the Amy Winehouse documentary, mm, very good. Which was, I think, the better of the two between um, uh, Kurt Cobain and and Amy, uh, just due to the fact it really captured her ascension to fame well. Mm. And the fact that she was kind of this normal girl who almost overnight became this worldwide sensation. Yeah. And it literally killed her. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. She did not, you know, Kurt Cobain can say it all he wants. Like he didn't want to be the big rock star that he became. Um, but I think deep down, Kurt wanted to be John Lennon, you know? I truly think Amy Winehouse wanted to be like an anonymous voice that mm-hmm. nobody knows who what this girl looks like. Or she just had a true passion for the music. And what a sad turn of events obviously she's no longer with us but this i didn't you know i loved her music and i i was a huge fan of hers back in, uh, when back in black came out and i thought she was you know the second coming of of uh, i don't even know that kind of music mm-hmm. um you yep. know the Mar the al green marvin gay kind of of r&b soul music and you know this english white girl was the one singing it and right. and uh you know sad story how it all ended up but man what a what a great documentary and um, definitely more of an observational documentary than, than most. Um, and it's definitely worth checking out. Amy is what it's called. It's heartbreaking, but uh, in the good. right way. So, yeah. honorable mention for me is that also on my list, honorable mention, Ant Man. I uh, yeah. really enjoyed Ant Man. Mm-hmm. That more was so just outside sec- of my honorable mentions. More, more yeah. so the second time. It uh, grew on me. It was a pleasant surprise. I think we were nervous about it going into the summer. And there was, you know, rumors that he got pushed back a couple times. And, of course, the Edgar Wright um, situation happened. Right. And But I went out on a limb last year, and I was I was confident. I just thought it would be a cool thing. I, I'd seen the concept footage of it, and mm-hmm. I just thought Marvel knew what they were doing. And, I, you know, it wasn't Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, it didn't blow everyone's minds and, and rule the second half of the summer like Guardians did. But I, I thought it was strong. And I think... Uh, for a standalone movie it's great but I'm just excited to see him join up with Captain America and Robert Downey Jr. and the Avengers and I just think that that's going to be a fun character going forward. Maybe not fun maybe not an Ant-Man 2 I don't know if that'll happen but I think it's a fun character that they've introduced us to so Ant-Man and also Anomalisa which is a an uh, animated movie Charlie Kaufman um, I just saw it this past week so I haven't had enough time to really sit on it and put it into my top 10 but uh had it come out or had i seen it over the summer it probably would have been in the top 10 to stop motion animated uh drama and it's unlike anything i've seen and done in animation and it's well worth your time so and Lisa is m- my last honorable mention so go ahead with your honorables uh brian
3: yeah i've got i've got several and i'll just run through that we did episodes on um i thought room was a great film it's one I never want to watch again. So didn't make my list either. Yeah, yeah. It, it made my uh, my fake Oscar ballot, um, but it's not going to make an appearance here. Trainwreck was just on the outside. It's one of the funniest movies I've seen in the last couple of years. Uh, Straight Out of Compton didn't make my list. It was great. Black Mass I think has some issues from a film standpoint, but Johnny Depp is just so good that it carried it through for me. Uh, Dope is great. Uh, you guys should both check that. I out. I saw that yeah, one. Yeah, I, I really liked that film a lot. I actually liked that better than Straight Outta Compton, which kind of came out around the same time. And um, really enjoyed that. My official uh, honorable mention that to, to be up on the on my blog uh, this week is uh, I saw it, I just saw it last week or the week before. It came out in like February, but I just hadn't had a chance to, to uh, check it out. And I I loved it. It was so funny. Um, and it, this is a you know pretty weak year for comedy and this was a, the funniest movie that i saw it's, it's called what we do in shadows uh, with uh, Jermaine Clement mm-hmm. and gosh i can't remember the other guy's name off the top of my head i'll have to look that up uh, if you like Christopher Guest movies this is right, this this scratches that itch and is maybe not as good as the best Christopher Guest films but it's it's certainly uh, on par with most of his other stuff it's it's about vampires it's a it's a mockumentary about vampires who live in uh new zealand and it's it's really well done and really funny and maybe the best part is when they cross paths with a group of uh, werewolves who also live in the same town of new zealand and they just hate each other and it's a they're just mocking them back it's a really really funny movie i enjoyed it quite a bit so check that one out for sure we will do richard how about you
0: my honorable mentions are three: uh, Sicario, yeah, which is a super intense, innovative. Uh, sp- I think kind of star maker for uh, Emily Blunt, who is already mm-hmm. kind of borderline a star. Right. Uh, this one will probably be unpopular, uh, but I have The Revenant in my honorable mention. Didn't make the top ten for me, but it's obviously a great film, especially technically. And uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is incredible. It's it, it's there's a lot to love about the movie, and it's definitely uh, worthy of anyone's list. And then sentimental choice, Furious Seven. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I uh, didn't make my. Uh, I had my to. List I was either. gonna make it one through ten, just Furious Seven, <laughs> and sit here and yeah. list them off. But, right. uh, but uh, you know, fun popcorn movie, and you have to. You know, I think a lot of people understand the certain, uh, the language of the show is that that is a uh, franchise we're big, uh, big mm-hmm. fans of. So Kent, your number ten. My number ten
2: is a horror movie. And I don't feel I've like heard it, of those. I don't feel like it would be a Kent Garrison top 10 without a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, the choice was It Follows. Mm. Uh, definitely the most buzzed about horror movie of the year. Uh, the, one of the more well-shot horror movies I've ever seen. I mean, it just looked fantastic. Cinematography and everything. The shot composition and, and the plot was definitely uh, original. Uh, sort of a weird kind of a... I wouldn't say spiritual, but definitely a different take on a slasher movie. Uh, kind of a slasher, but more intellectual slasher film. Um, and it's in a year that we got The Visit, and we got Poltergeist and some not-so-great horror movies. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely stands alone as as uh, one that we'll be talking about in a few years. But definitely a, a kind of weird off-year for, for horror. I believe we have a Conjuring sequel come out next year. Um, we had Insidious... Remember
3: uh, last uh, summer, oh, Brian, yeah. that
2: Brian and I did this virtual reality thing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember. Brian was so scared. Brian I was closed terrified. my eyes the whole time. Um, but It Follows was definitely the the best horror movie of the year, and so it, it rounds out my top ten.
3: Brian. Okay. Ten for me uh, was a movie we did not do a – we didn't do a show on, but we did do a blog about Richard and I did. Uh, we traded some emails about um, this is a hardcore Richard recommend – Called The End of the Tour, Jason Siegel and Jesse Eisenberg. Uh, and it's it's about uh, David Foster Wallace and his uh book tour for the infinite chest. Really incredibly good performances. I love this kind of film. This it's a it's basically a two-man film, just a conversation piece basically between these two guys. Um and we've been very critical of Eisenberg in the in the past, and we'll probably be uh, in a couple months here. But he's great in this. He's very good yep. in this, and uh, I think he's a little overshadowed by Siegel because Siegel—it's just such a quiet, efficient, um, authentic, and vulnerable performance that he gives as somebody who I did not know a ton about David Foster Wallace, but have dug into it more since the movie. And it, it seems like he really channeled the essence of of who he was. It's a really well designed. Small little movie, Um, and we need. I I feel like we need more of that kind of film. uh, My Dinner with Andre, like that kind of movie that um, just lets two actors talk because I Mm -hmm. think it's an interesting thing, and it's cheap to do, um, and it really gives it gives these guys an opportunity to do something a little bit different. Uh, Anyway, I, I really enjoyed this film quite a bit, and it's. I think it hits all the right notes. Okay. Richard W,
0: my number ten film of the year is a uh, is a movie with a lot of pedigree and uh, some and a truly kind of transcendent performance as well as some really strong performance as well. It's uh, Bridge of Spies,
1: mm. Mm.
0: and uh, yeah, this
2: one should have been on my my honorable mention.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, I
2: love this movie.
0: Yeah, it's a cool movie. I've seen it twice. It grew on me a lot the second time, and uh, it's uh Really smart, sober look with uh, with a lot of flair, and uh, you know it shows that Spielberg is still among whenever he wants to be uh, our, our best directors. Brian will disagree, but I think Spielberg's, Spielberg's good and uh, it's no Snyder,
3: but you
0: know. <laughs> well, he's not nearly as jacked. Yeah, there's
3: no Doug Eland.
0: Uh, No one is my leader, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Bridge of Spies. It's a it's a a, a movie about a period of time. When you look at something like this you look at something like Trumbo, uh, the the performances. Honorable the, mention, bottom 10, by the way. Trumbo hate that movie. Gosh. People are mad that we don't like it. It's terrible. Terrible film. Brian Cranston's great. I haven't seen it. It's, it's it. a terrible, terrible movie. Brian I'll Cranston's a great like actor. It. I hope he wins the next 10 Oscars. He should not have been nominated yes, for this. It's <laughs> a shame. Um, it's, uh, anyway, uh, so that's it. Number 10. Uh, Kent, you're number nine film of the year.
2: Okay. Number nine is a comedy, mm-hmm. and uh, how do we feel about this year as far as comedy goes? Bad. Pretty work. Pretty bad. Weak year. Weak um, sauce. Definitely the best comedy train wreck. Cool. Number nine
0: for yeah, me. Yeah, I didn't uh, have that in my, and I probably should have. I, I like that a lot, but yeah. uh, I had, definitely the best comedy of the year for sure.
2: I had uh, Amy Schumer actually on my blog as a uh, nominee for screenwriting and yeah. for best actress. I thought she was phenomenal in this. Um, definitely uh, her coming out party as far as the general public goes. Right. I know, like we all loved her stand up and we've talked about it in the past, and uh, her television show is is successful on Comedy Central. But you know, the general public didn't know who she was. This was definitely her introduction, and I think also, and uh, an introduction for Bill Hader as a leading yes. man. Uh, he was on Howard Stern as well uh, this past fall with Seth Meyers and Armisen. there promoting their documentary mm-hmm. series uh, or mockumentary series. And uh, Howard said to Bill, he's like, Well, train wrecks is this huge thing. Are you like the, a leading man now? And Bill's like, Yeah, like the offers I'm getting is like <laughs> crazy. Like, yeah. that's he awesome. Basically made him a movie star, too. So that's great to see. Um, Judd Hopefully, Apatow, he does a Vinnie Verducci uh, film. Yeah, another solid one from Judd Step Apatow. A little bit too long, like his tend to be. Yes. Uh, definitely not so much this case because this was Amy's project just as much as it was his, but was. I laughed so much in this movie and I just thought it was so funny and and seriously, rarely do I laugh in a theater. I mean, honestly, I can not laugh one time and then leave a theater and be like, that was a hilarious movie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But legitimately, this movie made me laugh out loud it was so funny and charming and sweet and and all the above. So, Trainwreck, my number nine.
3: Number nine for me is another movie movie we did not do an episode on uh, and I watched it, uh, I think, like over Thanksgiving break and... uh, it's great, and I love it, and the music is incredible, and performances are great. It's Love and Mercy, the Brian mm-hmm. Wilson sort of biopic, but done in a in a way that made it not seem so biopicy. I think, um, which helped me because I don't really care for that that genre as a whole. John Cusack is old Brian Wilson, Paul Dano is young Brian Wilson. Um, just I think great it's movie. worth it, the. It's worth it just for the scenes of young Brian Wilson trying to put together – the songs and the arrangements mm-hmm. and the the album and and the whole nine yards. It's so it's so well done. And in another year, I think Dano is a shoe in for for a supporting yeah. actor. Just it's it's a really it's a great year. So it's it's tough to uh, to break in there. But uh, anyway, I really it's a very it's it's got the right mix of uplifting and uh, and you know kind of depressing stuff and and sobering. It's very well done. And uh, I, I quite liked it.
2: I had Paul Dano on my list as Best sporting Actor. I thought he was great mm-hmm. in that movie. Um, to your point, Brian, the scene where he's riding good vibrations yeah. is fantastic. Uh, just the whole Pet Sounds era, yeah. Beach Boys, is interesting. But the behind-the-scenes look we get at it is good. Mm-hmm. I think he personifies Brian Wilson personality-wise great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Dano. Yeah, um, John Cusack, uh, definitely a more... Delicate, nuanced performance Mm -hmm. than Dano, almost Um, as good as
0: Hot tough tough time machine.
2: (laughs) Um, I love John Cusack. Uh, Got overshadowed by Dano in this, unfortunately. You know, yeah, but it's what I left away. You're right because
3: I've always really liked Cusack too, but and it's been forever since he's done something that mattered in the slightest, and he doesn't have a great reputation off screen of of being easy to work with or anything or sane or sane. Um, And this is, you know. I said this. I'll say this about um, Sean Penn. Anytime we see a Sean Penn movie that's a good movie, you come away thinking, "Dude, that guy can do." He can do incredible work if he, whenever he wants to. If he's locked in, Sean Penn is uh, a top ten actor. You know, and I think this was kind of similar. Of like, man, it's a really strong reminder of boy, John Cusack is a can be a very good actor. It's just a matter of can he choose the right roles and. Can he? Uh, can he execute? Can he? Does he care enough? I guess is what it comes
2: across yeah. as. No, I, anyway. I. It was one I saw later in the year, Brian, and it could yeah. have made my list too. I loved it. Was,
3: it. it was strong. Loved it. Go Number go nine ahead. for you, Richard.
0: Number nine film of the year for me is a, a movie we talked about just last week, The Big Short. Okay. Some strong performances. Interesting look at a uh, interesting subject matter for me. Uh, I think a fun break into dramatic film work for Adam McKay. Not a perfect movie, but uh, for me. More ambitious than a lot of movies try to be, and succeeds, you know, ninety five percent of the time. So I think yeah. it's uh, it's definitely one of the more memorable memorable movies uh, of this year. I agree. Yep. Same.
2: Kent, your number eight. Uh, eight is straight out of Compton. Mm. Good. Um, at the time when I saw it, and I when we it's talked about it on that episode, year, right? it was like my number one. Like I was, I loved it. I thought. Man, it's easily in the top five of the year so far. Um, just going through my list back then, um, didn't end up getting a best picture nom- nomination, uh, much to the chagrin of a lot of people. A lot of people thought it deserved more credit than it got. Mm-hmm. I think it got a screenplay nomination, yeah. which is well deserved. Um, but totally surprised me. Didn't wasn't interested in this at all. Didn't expect this to be good. Yeah. But I left very interested, and it was great. Yeah. Um, you know, standout performances, the music. I mean. Love and Mercy uh had some great moments you know everyone lo- knows the beach boys but i think the the music scenes and sequences and straight out of Compton were just mm-hmm. incredible this the the concert in detroit with you yes. know f the police and the whole them writing the songs and coming up with the band it, it was just all great and interesting and I was blown away. It, it was a shoe-in for my top ten when I saw it, and it made my number eight. So I'll That's go awesome. with you, Brian.
3: Yeah, I was a little lower on straight out. I, didn't, I wasn't on the episode that you guys did for yeah. that one. Uh, I was sick or something. Um, but I wasn't as high on it as y'all were initially, but it's grown on me over the, they the are last actually, three or four months. They're I, doing
2: a Tupac biopic with that same guy that played oh, cool. Tupac and the same guy that played Biggie in the Notorious movie. Okay. So they're kind of continuing this.
0: Sure.
3: Trend, I guess. Which cool, is cool. Yeah. That
0: it's, be, that's an issue story that right. should be told.
3: I, yeah, I don't. I really don't care for biopics, but it, again, this that right. one is very similar to Love and Mercy of picking a way to do it correctly. Mm-hmm. Jason Mitchell was the one, the guy who played Easy E, and I thought he was he was un- he was the best part of the film to me. I thought he was incredible. So that was good. Uh, number eight for me. Richard mentioned a few minutes ago is Sicario. Uh, cool. I love. I love Emily Blunt so much, and sh- and it's she it's, is. It's, an
0: un- it's uncomfortable. It's for uncomfortable. The rest
3: of us. Um, both her and Krasinski have had to file uh, some <laughs> proceedings against me. But no, uh, she- you're angry at both of them for marrying the other. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a dark
0: turn. <laughs>
3: you, you threaten to murder each of them. Um, she is. I think she is the she's like what people wanted uh kate what's her name uh from battlestar galactica uh katie Sa- Sackhoff or whatever she's like this uh, okay. she's so um she's so good in an action setting but she's also an incredible actress and uh and and very attractive as well so she has like this entire the entire package and she keeps picking movies that are not easy movies to do. It is not easy to go toe to toe with Tom Cruise and come out ahead the way she did in Edge of Tomorrow. And <laughs> it is not, <laughs> it is not easy to do this movie and literally be the, the only uh, female in the entire cast and and just kill admit, it. She killed it. She's so good. The whole movie is really good. I think the War on Drugs and the uh, the Battle at the Border is is such an interesting. Uh, an interesting piece of, uh, of what's going on in our culture right now and and this I felt like this hit it better than almost any other uh, film that that's tried to, to touch at least since traffic, which was like 15 years yeah. ago now. So I, I love Sicario. I did too. You didn't make my list. Yeah,
2: I
0: almost forgot about it. But
3: uh, there's too
2: many good movies.
3: Yes, sorry, great Great year.
2: It really is great
3: year.
0: Um, Richard W. My number seven or my number eight. You're right. My number eight is a movie that definitely got uh, kind of overlooked by most people this year. But uh, despite kind of wanting to not like it, just because maybe I was tired of this type of thing, I really, really enjoyed Steve Jobs. So my number eight is is Steve Jobs, and uh, I don't really get a lot of the backlash towards it. Um, I think Fassbender is great. I think that Sorkin screenplay is really fun. And uh, Winslet, who, who you know, the, the, the performances are getting some renown, but I think it's a good movie, and I think Danny Boyle did some interesting things with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, would it have been better as a, um, as a, uh, gosh, I'm blank on his name, Gone Girl director? Fincher. Fin- pardon me, David Fincher. Gosh. Maybe. I host a, I'm a professional <laughs> movie talk show host, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Uh, would it have been better with Fincher? Maybe, but uh, I think both did a great job. I think it's a it's a cool cool movie, um, and it's just really too bad that Ashton Kutcher had to ruin this yes. uh, this subject matter for us. Like and, everything else, yeah, yeah. I know. I feel the same way. Yeah, I I no longer I haven't been able to ride an automobile since the Dude wears my car. He ruined those for <laughs> me too. So uh, number
2: eight, Steve Jobs. Kent, what's your number seven? My number seven might come as a surprise. Uh, is Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Oh, wow. That's that's lower on your list than I would have expected. Cool. It's lower. And um, I feel like with with this list, I need to be able to go back in three years, look at it, and say, that's still my list. It's always fluid. Um, And I feel like while The Force Awakens accomplished every goal I had for it, uh, I think in the long run, I think the homages... To the original trilogy will ultimately be why it isn't held as high as say the other movies. Okay. The A, the original trilogy, or B, the movies that are yet to come. Okay. Um for example, like moments there are there are a lot of moments, but moments like when Finn's on the Falcon and the little chessboard lights up for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. And it's just moments like that that I'm just gonna get tired of watching this movie five times sure. in a row. You know? And sure. uh and those are great for you know, us revisiting Star Wars for the first time in 30 years. But um, I don't think the movies to come are going to have much of that. And I don't definitely don't think the original trilogy had a lot of that either, a lot of nostalgia. Um, so I think the nostalgia will kill it. But, I mean, like I said, for this to be in my top ten is an accomplishment. It's a huge accomplishment. Um, for this to be good was an accomplishment. Um, my favorite part was Kylo Ren. I'm excited to see if and when they, you know... Uh, give us more of that plot line. And that's also, really spoiler the only alert. Go ahead, sorry. That's really the only plot line I, I give too much of a rip about uh going in going forward is the first order. Um, Ray's and Finn um don't know how much they're gonna do with them. Uh you know, maybe this quote unquote rewrite that's going on is just putting them more into the next films, but um I think the real story of this New trilogy is Kylo and his story. It's the new Anakin, new Darth Vader. Um, I think that's really going to be what uh, what re- it revolves around. So I uh, I have some breaking news for you, Ken.
0: In our okay. friendship, as you know, you, we've known each other now for fifteen years ish, mm-hmm. um, and we've both done a lot of impressions for each other. I'm about two months away from perfecting my Atom driver. I can't wait. Nice. I'm getting there. That's it's almost okay. there. I've been working on it a little yeah. bit. It may replace, it may be my James Spader for the next decade. Yeah. Because <laughs> people are always clamoring for my really obscure impressions and that. Uh,
2: I'm it's like Star Wars was a solid A. Um as far as what I expected, but, like, the movies that I have left are, like, all A+, plus. like, I think, you know, yeah.
3: so that, that's where it came, what it came down to to me. All um,
0: right. Totally fair. Totally, totally, totally Go fair.
2: Right. Number seven.
0: Seven for
3: me is, I already mentioned the big short. Okay. I loved it, and I am just so impressed. As I said, we talked about it two weeks ago, so I won't carry on long, but I, I'm so impressed with the ability that McKay has to explain very complex and boring uh, economical terms in a way that kept the momentum of the film going without compromising what
1: right. it was
3: trying to accomplish. Sure. So if i had to if if you put before me the eight best picture nominees and and gave odds on each one and said i had to pick a uh, pick a dark horse i think that's what i would, okay. I would pick. I think it's got to, I think Revenant's going to run away with things and Spotlight would be number 2 but i think no i think The Martian's going to be <laughs> sneaky up there. I really do. I think The Big Short has a chance at because it's going to play well on screeners as well. And I yeah. think it, it could, there's a chance it could draw some of the votes. Cool. Anyway, I really liked that a lot. Much more than I would have anticipated a couple months ago. How about you? Number seven.
0: My number seven is Creed. And uh, it's a film I loved. I'm still angry at you guys for doing the Rocky episode without me. Um, would not have gone you on were vacation.
2: Gone. <laughs> <laughs> you were like on the beach, so I think it was an even trick. And,
3: uh, and a swim cardigan. <laughs> My scuba card? Yeah. Um, Do you scuba? (laughs) It
0: allows even sea creatures to know that I'm intellectually superior to them. Yes. Um, (laughs) Look at this douchebag.
3: You know he loves infinite chest.
0: So, uh, yeah, no, Creed's great. It's, uh, to me, it's such a... um, a star-making performance for Kugler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's yeah. like, wow, this director is awesome. I'm uh-huh. so... I mean, I love Fruitvale, but it's like, this is such a big and fun movie in a lot of ways. And it's like, this guy can bring the weight, but he's having a good time with it. And uh, I love his sensibility as a director, which is all I really look for mm-hmm. as someone who does not necessarily understand director's roles with actors or director's roles with cinematographers i just look for someone with a strong sensibility and i Mm. think that this this film's awesome it's the perfect winter blockbuster in a lot of ways and uh i think he not they knocked out of the park michael b jordan's awesome sly is um secretly my father that's what i (laughs) tell myself every night before i go to bed and uh and i just haven't found out yet it's like um barney with um the Price is Right Bob host, Barker. yeah, Bob Barker. Yeah. Uh, so it's 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 really fun and really cool, and I think we'll play will be a movie I really remember this year from. Yes, um, going
2: forward. So Kent, you're number six of the year. Number six is The Hateful Eight. Okay. And um, this was extremely strong, uh, what we expect from Quentin, but I feel it was overshadowed in the Best Picture category this year, uh, for sure. Um, it just it wasn't that quentin thought a great screenplay would be enough he actually put uh, a lot of love into how he shot the film and the uh, you know the method of shooting the film in the 70mm mm-hmm. uh, ultra panavision and uh, his deep love and care for a uh, film but b uh, screenwriting uh-huh. is shows the most in this movie than in any movie he's done and it was just I was just transfixed the entire time. I loved every character. I thought there were five actors alone Mm -hmm. that could have been Best Actor nominated. And I know that Will Smith and Idris Elba are getting the most, uh, I guess, backlash for them not being mm-hmm. nominated but i thought samuel L. jackson was so good in yep. this and like we said in our episode i agree you know if he hadn't yep. done a, a tarantino movie since pulp fiction maybe this would have been mm-hmm. his oscar uh, yeah. party because he was he carries this him and walton goggins and, and kurt russell are just are yep. just fantastic and almost flawless in yep. in their performances and it's just it's such a weirdly fun movie considering how dark the subject matter is that's the same can be kind of said for Django but um I just love Quentin and it's it
3: I want him to make a movie every year and we only get him every three so
1: mm-hmm.
3: that's uh that's why he made my number six Sweet. go ahead no I think you're totally right I think Samuel L. Jackson and Michael B. Jordan are the two oh. yeah who got left <coughs> out who had the biggest case to make as far as the yeah, concussion's
0: terrible. Shut up,
3: Will Smith. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean the accent killed him. Yeah. The accent killed him. And that's I mean, I you know.
0: You sound like Pepe Le Pew. <laughs> and I'm like, serious.
2: If the tell the truth scene hadn't been in the trailer, it he might have been nominated. Yeah, I'm not even kidding. That's true. Because that's like this whole like, wow, that yeah. came out of nowhere, like emotional. Yeah, scene. Right. And it just became
3: a meme. Totally. Like yeah. too fast. But yeah. go ahead. My number six is Steve Jobs. And okay. I that is the most I've said this now two or three times i don't like it's weird i don't like biopics but yeah tell um, your list i know um that's the best approach to a biopic i've i've ever seen i think and i i love i love the structure fossbender is incredible he's okay yeah gosh i love i love an, an aaron sorkin script when aaron sorkin is not cooked up not cooked, you know? up. <laughs> well, not cooked yeah. up yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's straight um nobody i mean I thought Tarantino's script this year – I thought that was the best script that he's ever written, um, and, and this is this might very well be, at least from a dialogue standpoint, Sorkin's best script. It's just – it's so focused and clean and uh, direct, yeah. mm-hmm. and I just – man, I, I, w- I felt like I was I, – I really felt like I was watching like – a Shakespearean play, yeah, almost. It's just so it's so well structured.
0: Can we talk? Why did he put his feet in the toilet, though?
3: <laughs> I think that's why I didn't get nominated because they never the one thing like oh, they never call back to it. Yeah, it's just it's like weird, this weird thing. It's a weird thing. Um, man, I, I, I quite I liked it a lot. I, I'm excited. That's one. I'm further out from that than almost anything else mm-hmm. on my list, I think, as far as having seen it recently. See, and I'd, okay. I'm excited to watch it again. Me too. I'm really excited to see that. And yeah. really kind of pick up on some of the. because yeah, it's confused. so fast. It, it moves so fast. So Steve Jobs, number six, six. for me.
2: Hey, what's up, ma'am, fam? Kent here. And yes, if you're hearing from me, you know it's time to talk about Blue Apron. If you haven't tried out Blue Apron by now, what the heck are you even doing? Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. They deliver fresh meals straight to your door. All the food is fresh, it's sourced from local farms, and there's no wasted ingredients. I've been a Blue Apron subscriber for a long time now, and they have still, to this day, never let me down. There's tons of variety. Some featured upcoming meals include summer vegetable and egg paninis... Soy glazed pork and rice cakes. Skillet vegetable chili with cheddar drop biscuits. Holy crap. And garlic butter shrimp and corn with green bean salad. So take it from me. Try out Blue Apron now. Go to blueapron.com slash mad. That's blueapron.com slash mad. Get three meals on us for free. Nothing goes better with a movie than dinner. So check out Blue Apron. Blueapron.com slash mad. Blue Apron, a better way to cook.
0: Uh my number 6 is Ex Machina which as we all know is Latin for the Machina. Um well we love that joke. Um the uh it's a uh it's a original yeah complex human sci-fi film that has a lot to say and uh, I'm not the biggest sci-fi fan but I love Allegorical sci-fi and things that talk about our society that sometimes the best way to look at your current society is either look to the past or the future. And it's interesting to look at the future and see, you know, know what roads not to turn down in ter- terms of certain things. It's, it's, it's important in terms of the fil- philosophy behind the movie, but narratively it's fantastic. Performances are great. It's a great, great, great film from a great upcoming, fun, cool filmmaker. And uh, I'm pumped that it's getting, people still remember this movie came out in like march maybe even february right and people still remember it and still talk about it this oscar season and uh i think that if this movie had come out in november it would be nominated for quite a few things um and it's a it's a really really cool movie so ex machina yeah
3: good year for uh don hall gleason and and oscar isaac and alicia Vikander. Vikander. that's that's strong which as we all know is is latin for the the Vikander.
0: <laughs>
2: Uh, Kent, you're number five. Number five is The Martian. Same, and um, the, we talked about it briefly earlier, but this one might. This got a chance at the the big daddy um, at the. I Because
0: Spotlight and The Revenant could split a certain type of voter. <laughs> sure. And then Spotlight comes right.
2: in as the Ron Paul, <laughs> and. I mean, Spotlight... Because that worked out, right? <laughs> I just think with with all that's been said and done this year, with the Jurassic Worlds and the Star Wars and straight out of... You know, all these movies that have come out of nowhere and been very successful and and uh, big... I feel like the, the Martian was the one that came out and was the most consistently good movie that was in theaters and consistently in the top five mm-hmm. in the theaters until it left the theaters. Yeah. Like, it was just... Almost as big a success as you could make it. It wasn't a smash, but it was as solid, like a um, four hundred million dollar, uh, you know, domestic gross movie as you can get. Yeah. Uh, it is. It was a very, very well done movie, and it's by a guy in Ridley Scott who We all thought was done. Yeah, yeah. I literally thought he was done after the counselor and after uh, uh, Exodus. We were, yes. we, we, we knew he was done. Actually, yeah. this proved otherwise. Uh, even though the Academy didn't recognize that. Um, but it does open up the prospect for great things to come from Ridley, that's as cool. well as a, a great screenplay. Yes, and as well as uh, Matt Damon um, probably getting Oscar love as well. He did get a nomination, so good mm-hmm. for that. Uh, so the Martian was on second viewing, almost even better. Super, super solid movie, and a shoe in for my top five of the year. Sure. So go ahead, and I'll just go right into yeah. it because
3: I'm that's my number five mm-hmm. as well, and I thought. I mean, Damon was great. It's based on a great book, and it did such a great job. Ridley Scott and David Goyer did an awesome job of trusting that the audience for this movie would not be stupid mm-hmm. and would be able to follow along. Not that it's like Inception, Interstellar, or Goddard. something like Drew Goddard? that. Drew
2: Goddard? Did good. I say what, what, what? You said David S. Goyer. Oh yeah, Drew
3: no, not David Goyer. Sorry. Um, yeah, you're getting hyped for B versus. Yeah, dude, just can't, can't BVS. Yeah, can't the lawsuit, bro? Um sorry goddard and scott they trust the audience could follow along to a plot that maybe isn't the most complex plot but there's a lot of math and uh and algorithms and weird stuff involved and a lot of matt damon just talking to a, a video camera and whatnot um i think he was the perfect person to play that character and uh there's i don't know that there's anybody else that could hit that right mark of the looking the part acting the part um, talking the part the whole night, man, you're totally spot on, Kent. That's a it. That is a movie that will uh, we will look back on in ten years, I think, and be able to. Man, that what a fun stinking movie that is! Mm-hmm. After f- watching it ten times, I still I still yeah. think this is a blast. Um, and and very very high, very smart way to approach, uh, sci-fi. I, I love it. I love this. Love that book. Love the movie. Um, one of the that's having read the book earlier, uh, in 2000, get it. You can read it's I know cool. it's I it read three books a year and that happened <laughs> to be one of them. And, kidding. uh, it was, that was awesome. It was cool to see the adaptation and the way they did it as well. Okay, Richard, my number five is straight out of
0: Compton, which both of you have oh, already wow. talked about.
2: I didn't think any of y'all would have it higher than me. I unless. had it in my
0: top five. It snuck in. So, uh, cool. That's why I was kind of quiet on it. Cool yeah. movie. I, 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 this is a movie that is like a miracle that it was like made and as good as it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I think it's stupendous. And, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, these young actors were, I think so much better than the, the movie. Kent and I talked about in the podcast. It didn't have to be this good at all. Mm-hmm. And when you look at something like that notorious BIG documentary yes. or something, and, it 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 is really really good and so that what a, what a nice surprise that might be why it's lofted you know I expect something like X Machina to be good um, or Steve Jobs to be good but like straight out Compton was like oh my gosh you know at ten minutes in you're like this is good this yeah. is really cool so uh, we'll leave it at that
2: I don't think anyone expected it to be even As, even okay yeah like everyone expected it to be terrible but it was very good yeah um so I will move to my and it was four. definitely the best film of the year that Suge Knight ran someone over mm. on set.
3: of the seven Uh, that we know (laughs) (laughs) that happened yes
0: yes
2: okay so i guess that tells you everything i thought about star wars (laughs) we move into my top four now and my number four is the revenant okay cool um man i didn't mention it in that episode but the opening shot Mm. like Mm. of the water yeah and then it's just one long take and then they show the stream and then you kind of it sort of starts to pan up and you see trees and then it's not until it hands to a full 90 degree angle do we see people come into the frame yeah and it completely distorts our perspective it's Mm -hmm. almost a optical illusion where uh it just plays with perspective so well and as soon as that shot i saw that you know you you see the the water and you see trees you assume they're huge trees then a a human walks by they look like twigs yeah and i was just like oh dadgummit freaking Lubeski. you know like (laughs) i i just knew like from then like that just Visually shows- and conceptually, uh, I was like on that kind of like looking for more yeah. kind of mentality the entire th- time, and that, I think that's what got me through it and why
3: I'm, I'm still high on it. I think that just shows the value, the the difference in perspective. Because you're watch right. it, it again, watch that first but shot again, assume- you'll be like, "Holy crap!" No, as soon as it started and it the whole as it goes through you're right it looks great and that's immediately when my thought goes oh my gosh this is going to be Tree of Life rip off like, this is all <laughs> this is just so Terrence Malick immediately I was just like I can't th- I'm falling asleep already I can't do this <sighs> no it's a it's it's. Uh, I, I want the one hour 20 minute cut of the Revenant that's what I want <laughs> like the, the just, like super pulpy like yes. he's just
0: him just straight just, in mission mode pretty much yeah cool yeah. it's Jeremiah Johnson
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah the yeah.
0: Jeremiah Johnson cut <laughs> yes
3: yeah. All right, uh, Brian. What is your number five and four? four movie? My number four is Spotlight, and that this would be the movie that if, that I would vote for for best picture. Um, see, these are different things. They number are two, th- th- they are two different things. Um, I wish that I would have had a chance to see Spotlight again prior to this to this episode, and I'm hoping I'll get a chance before the before the Oscars just to kind of revisit. Um, I'm blown away by what the cast was the, the ensemble nature of it. It's the least showy Oscar, like hardcore Oscar movie that I've seen in a long time. All the performances are incredible. It's amazing to me that Tom McCarthy could direct this after having directed the cobbler in basically the same year. Uh, it's an important movie. One of the most important movies of the year, I think. And, uh, and look, I, that was one of the, the more enjoyable conversations that we had, as far as an episode goes. I think, for me at least, um, we all have an affinity for journalism and uh, and and good <laughs> good journalism, which just seems like it's uh, like Buzzfeed and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, me too. Just seems like it's hard TMZ. to come by these days. And so it was. This was kind of a very subtle homage to great journalism in the midst of telling of a, 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 a really difficult and uh and important story um i'm reading for it i really hope that this pulls out uh the best picture best picture win and that because of that maybe more people will get out and see it because it's a it's a good one and it needs to be seen richard my number four film i will breeze right over because you guys did a great job
0: talking about it. it's the martian strong mm-hmm. mm-hmm. so number four is the martian from me kent what is your number three
2: number three is Steve Jobs oh wow Look I loved yeah. this movie mm-hmm. I loved it like as much as I possibly could have um, hard for me honestly not to put this number one yeah I, I Fastbender is just on another level and you know he as long as he's work, doing what he likes he might be a nominee every year from now on yeah like it, it's just Assassin's Creed, he's incredible in and oh Hamlet I mean uh, Macbeth. Macbeth hasn't come out yet but um,
3: I thought that came out it right? came out last year but yeah. we haven't it so never it, really it didn't qualify. Did. I mean, yeah. it, it qualified for the Oscars and didn't get anything. But we'll get a chance to see it later. We, uh, uh, sure.
2: But I mean, he brought it. He was a better choice than I expected for at least the personality of Steve. Mm-hmm. I thought Christian Bale would have done maybe a better job as far as the look and uh, mannerisms of Steve. But sure. I thought Michael Fassbender did a great job. Great script, uh, great direction, and definitely the most original way of going about the subject matter that yeah, I've seen um, it, considering some, we've had 10 documentaries and 3 4 movies about Steve Jobs Yeah, this is easily the best in almost every way so um, as an Apple fan as a person who you know does a podcast uh, gotta love it mm-hmm. and uh, Steve Jobs was it's sad didn't get a best picture nomination it only got you know Spinner was really it as yeah. far as the Academy recognized and that's sad because this was a great film and it's sad that a lot of people will look at this and say, I'm not going to see it because it didn't yeah. didn't get nominated and it wasn't, you know... There's not any reason for anyone who didn't see it originally to go see it, and that's sad because it's good. It's a very good movie. Yeah.
3: It's still really mysterious to me on that, yeah. part, I guess. I mean, it just has to be jobs overload, but, yeah. man, like this... The seems, release was dumb. Yeah, it, really did it, it just still seems like a movie that should just light up award shows, yeah. and it, it really didn't. It's 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 odd to me.
2: Uh, so... I will go, I guess, to my number two then, um, since we already talked Steve Jobs. Uh, my number two was Mad Max. Um, it's crazy that it made it all the way to the Academy Awards. Um, it was the most original action movie I've ever seen. Um, didn't make my number one uh, for a number of reasons, but I think if you, as far as what you're looking for in a movie, as far as originality... Um good action scenes, uh, good acting, and a commenting on a part of society or at least uh, satire wise I think it held up on all of that or more than I expected it to and um, I'm just surprised that the general public's re- reception has been as big as it was. I agree yeah. it's like a it's a movie that you know uh, our listeners would love and, our, and people that we meet at Comic-Con would love and that we expect them to love but i'm just floored by the just the general public's love of the movie yeah it's cool and i didn't think it would be that big but um as far as this year when we look back in 5 or 10 years i think mad max and star wars is going to be it really like when you when they put the the montage together at the end of the academy awards you know those are the two like most iconic Films of the year, and... um uh,
0: The Revenant has... I think The Revenant... Revenant too, but... Yeah, will be, because it's made a lot of money. The Martian, those are the big four, I would say, of the year. Revenant, like, Martian, Star Wars. You show Star one Wars frame and,
2: from Mad Max, like, Mad Max. Yeah, sure. No, you totally. Know, it's
0: like... Uh, are I mean, they doing more? Is that going to franchise out?
2: He, George Miller's not doing more. Okay. He said he's done. Um, the, I bet it. will I hope they don't out. do it. Yeah, I hope they don't do uh, it. They'll, they'll try that, but I hope not, but... Man, I was so freaking high on it after we saw it. You, know, you can listen to that episode, of course. But I've really soured cool. on it a little bit more. It's definitely not as good second viewing as the first because the first, there's so much to take in. You know, on the HBO mix, did you find the
0: audio mix to be off? I have the... The Blu-ray. I didn't okay. watch that version. The HBO version, and I've heard it from several people, so it's not just my home theater. It's like too loud in a weird mm-hmm. in odd ways. I mean, there's not much dialogue, so it's okay. But it's an oddly mixed
2: it seems like the home media version, at least for HBO, is mixed on. What I will say, I think the score is just so good for Matt. I just yeah, I think cool. it just elevates it to this completely like surreal level. Yeah. And the second time, that just I, even more. I was just blown away by the music. Uh, so that's my number two is Matt. And Max. Kent's number one. Um, are we going there? We, we don't have to. I can stop this it, drum. Do we oh, have yeah. any number two is that are yeah. worthy? I'm yeah. at
3: three. Yeah, we're still at three. three, yeah. My number three is Inside Out. Um, oh, okay, cool. Which could have easily... I think two through six on my list fought out. I mean, they really could have gone in any order um, down that list. Inside Out I've seen four or five times with my my kiddo and uh i is one of the most affecting movies that 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 i've ever seen i just i think that the approach of being able to handle such a delicate subject matter in a cartoon uh and the way that that pete doctor and and the pixar crew were able to do it is uh is is really something and uh you know i think it definitely it helps from for me uh that i have a kid and then i'm i'm you know watching him grow up and uh develop emotions and all this sort of stuff i just thought it was such an inventive way to approach it and it's i mean it look i've i'm well established as i will cry very easily in a movie but this one i think the 15th time i watch it i'm still going to be getting <laughs> getting soggy The time right. with up <laughs> yes up is that way too um man I, pick everything i think pixar is just what they do is incredible. That they're able to pump out uh, great movie after great movie after great movie, and maybe these next few are going to be a little rougher. But I feel like they maybe they should get uh, get to get some slack for uh, yes. Yeah, take a couple years and just do some some uh, sequels. That's fine, guys. Because eventually you'll come back with something original like Inside Out that just um, I I think it's kind of a sham that it's not a Best Picture nomination I I agree with you personally but uh, Love Inside Out so that's number three for me if voice acting was recognized Amy Poehler deserved the nomination what
2: she does with that movie is is crazy Mm -hmm. she
3: was on my list for uh, she was like the last cut for me for for fake Oscar ballot for for Best Mm -hmm. Actress and I, I ended up cutting her basically because I'm like I don't Voice talent, it's different. I don't. There sh- it should be its own category.
0: Shouldn't its own category and mix it with the sexes? Best voice, yes, so yes. so male and female together. Yeah, totally. You don't have to give two awards for it, but it, that totally. would be a That'd cool. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Richard. Uh, you want to do Brian's number two since you did number your two, number two? Yeah. Go ahead.
3: Two number two for me is Creed, and I, I really could have put it number one. I I loved, I loved that movie. I can't wait to to get it on Blu-ray and watch it every single day, and just <laughs> be so pumped up. Uh, the the I love the whole thing and it builds so well and I love Sly and it's so cool to see because we've all been huge Sly fans for a long time and been kind of trumpeting what he does uh, and his his intelligence that he never gets any credit for and it's cool to see him catch get some credit for for not just. For for his acting ability and for the stuff that, for what he's able to uh, to accomplish on screen, but Michael B. Jordan is a superstar.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, I'm so glad that this is what I'm going to be remembering him for this year instead of Fantastic <laughs> yeah. Four. Great timing uh, for him. Sorry, yes, Miles. Exactly, exactly. So that well, Insurgent. That's or huge. Coogler can do any movie that he wants to from here on out. For me, is I think he, is he just, officially doing Black Panther? He is. He is, and I think he'll do a really good job with that. And that's uh, Chadwick Boseman, right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's I- which Strong. would be great, but now I kind of wish we could swap him out for Michael, for Michael B. B. Jordan. Yeah. Just go that way. Uh, but sure. the it also the sports movie aspect—it's so stinking good on that. And that last sequence, the fight and the speech that that Rocky gives in the corner, yeah, just the emotions of that sequence are just so. Authentic and palpable, and I, man, I, I love it. I, I literally, I will watch Rocky every day when, or Creed every yeah. day when I when I get it on Blu-ray. It's such a cool. Probably experience. find some stuff to do. I well, you know, I watch it every day. <laughs> I'm, <everyday, laughs> I'm not guys. even kidding. Yeah, start for the rest own. of my life. This is the Creed cast. <laughs> not what you think. Uh,
1: so, Ryan or Coogler is it? Got Cue Black it. it.
2: <laughs> 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 Ryan Coogler got Black Panther, which was awesome. Right. Good to see. Uh F. Gary Gray got Furious Eight off. Straight out of Compton, so yeah. that was nice. nice. Kind of stepping yeah. stones for those guys this good. year. Okay, uh, Richard, yeah. give us your finals before your number one. My number
0: three film of the year, and we've talked about it plenty on this show, <laughs> so I won't go into it long. Star Wars: the, Episode oh, Seven, wow. The Force Awakens. Yeah, I had I'm it higher than, higher than you. Than me, I know. What the crap
3: is going on. I know. <laughs> I don't know either of you. Anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Saw it twice. Loved it again the second time. It's a great movie. My point to you guys always was: I love Star Wars just, I have boundaries. And, uh, but as a film, I, I loved it. And, it's weird uh, that I bought way more Star Wars toys this year than you. That's okay. true. <laughs> that's, I that's, yeah. See, yeah, exactly. I love Star Wars. I, I just, I you know, my apartment is very small, and I, I don't
2: have room for right. for toys. My life-size Captain Phasma is fitting <laughs> great.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Uh, all right. So, that's a that's prize. Sarah doesn't like when I call her that. Number, um, two.
0: number two is Spotlight. Yeah, right. we've talked about it a lot. A great Great. The definition to me of an ensemble uh, Mm -hmm. film, nuanced and small and smart and triumphs something important without being ever pretentious or ever... um, Look how smart and nuanced we are. And uh, it's a film that's very humbly made and comes from a very honest, humble place and uh, a, a triumph for me. A, a, great, uh, a great, great number two. So okay. uh, let's get
2: let's let's go number here. one of the year. Number one of the year. I'm going to recap my list and then give you my number Okay. One. So just a few that I noticed that were on your lists that weren't on mine. Uh-huh. Some big ones. Uh, Creed, Sicario, Inside Out, Spotlight, Room, and The Big Short. Uh-huh. did not make my honorable mention or my top 10. So, here go my recap. Honorable mention and Amalisa, Ant-Man and Amy. Is Amalisa did that was that eligible for yeah, that? Yeah, okay. he got, got nominated for best animated. Okay, cool. So it'll Good. it will lose, but yeah, it shouldn't. Uh maybe it, not this year. Uh 10 was it follows number 9, Trainwreck, number 8, Straight Out of Compton, number 7, Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens, number 6, the Hateful Eight, number five, The Martian, number four, The Revenant, number three, Steve Jobs, number two, Mad Max, Fury Road, and number one is Ricky and the Flash. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Really underrated. Just, Meryl, I just
1: mean, anything she, she does, man. <laughs> she killed turns it. She just yeah. turns
2: the gold. Uh, no. Number one for me was Ex Machina. And it just came down to the one I just kept going back to. Every movie I would see after it, you know, it came out, you know, the first uh, three months of 2015. Mm-hmm. Every movie I saw after it, I compared it to. Uh, I compared to Ex Machina. And, you know, when I saw Jurassic World, is it better than Ex Nope. Okay. Well, it's probably not that good. You did temporarily like, think Straight Outta Compton was, but I cooler did. heads have It was up on remount. the list. I'm just saying. No, you are It was yeah. in the, definitely yeah. in the top five. Uh, mad max and and ex machina would have been up there for me as well but it's just the one i kept coming back to and when it came down to just pure originality execution and just um thrilling me uh this movie won out by far um it's a really original concept by alex garland uh a very secluded you know production design was incredible Mm -hmm. sound design was incredible um and it's just a story that I was really interested in. It says a lot about where we're going in the future. It says a lot about where we are now, how we interact with people. And um, and I was on the edge of my seat. It, the twist at the end is mm-hmm. like, holy crap. And it's uh it's a it's a mind blowing movie. I will say that. I was I was blown away and you know, seeing that in the first three months is like this is gonna be a great year. But, you know, it didn't get much better than that in my opinion. Um, and I'm glad to see the Academy recognized it just a little bit, um, because not a movie typically would get recognized, yeah. but super strong. And I agree. If it's if this has been in November or October, maybe we'd be talking about it a little more heavily. But wow, great, great movie. And great, uh, my great, number one, Great Ex Machina. Great. Okay, right,
3: cool. Uh, honorable mention for me that haven't been mentioned by you guys: Black Mass, Dope, What We Do in Shadows. Number ten, Into the Tour. Number nine, Love and Mercy. Number eight, Sicario. Number seven, The Big Short. Number six, Steve Jobs. Number five, The Martian. Number four, Spotlight. Number three, Inside Out. Number two, Creed. Number one for me, Star Wars. And I. I know. know. Hold on, the room is spinning. I know. But can't I get our bearings? Um, I really thought about putting something else in that number one spot just to be uh, different, but I got to be authentic to me. I've never looked forward to a movie more than I look forward to this one. Um, it met all those expectations and then some. Can't I think you're? I think you're right. The nostalgia will look a little bit worse well not worse it will not be as charming just, we won't enjoy it as much yes it will not be as charming number five in 2025 as yeah. it was in 2015 but i think that those notes are so small compared to the grand scheme of of everything that I, that is good i think there's a lot of nostalgia that's great. i just think it, it needed to be like three parts less you know or something like that. anyway um i love that i love the introduction of the new characters I, I disagree with you, Ken. I mean, I'm excited about Kylo Ren, but I am super into what, who Ray is and what that story mm-hmm. is going to go and what's going to happen with Poe and Finn. I think you were setting up a great buddy uh, comedy there almost, mm-hmm. which will be very interesting. I want to know what's happening with Luke. Um, I th- I think – and I said – I believe I said this on one of our episodes. I think I underestimated how difficult – of a job JJ had to put this together right. because it wasn't just about making this a great movie. It was about setting up 30 movies and that are to building come, a bridge to yes, movies that exist and, and doing that in such a way. And I think if you didn't have to do that, I think you probably eliminate uh, a little bit of the stuff that, that got under people's skin, maybe, maybe a bit. Um, anyway, I, I love the film. I love the I love just being able to revisit this world. It seems like an atonement for the prequels without trying to be an atonement for the prequels which i think was an important part of that process i love the cast i'm ex- i love ray ray uh daisy really had my favorite performance of of the year now i'm not saying that's the best performance of the year it's the one that i um appreciated and gravitated towards the most i can't wait to see what happens with that character um it's very cliche for me to put star wars number one on my list uh because i've You know, because I'm a huge Star Wars nerd, but that's the truth of it. And uh, I I love the film, seen it five times. I anticipate seeing it 500 more. Um, Wow. Can't wait.
2: All right. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I c- can't, I can't, we can't argue. I, I'm not going to take you off your Rocky Mountain high. So I mean, not a top You liked it too. Don't act I, like you didn't. I, like <laughs> I do like it a lot. It's in my top ten. Uh, Richard. All right. We're going to go honorable mentions. Uh,
0: Sicario, The Revenant, Furious Seven, number ten. Bridge of Spies, number nine. The Big Short, number eight. Steve Jobs. Number seven, Creed. Number six, Ex Machina, which as we all know is Latin for The Machina. Number five, Straight Outta Compton. Number four, The Martian. Number three, Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Number two, Spotlight and Paul. The number one, Richard Barden. Favorite movie of the year. The end of the tour. I got through the card. That was a little homage nice. for you, Kent. Nice. Um, yeah, we, Brian talked about it. It couldn't be more up my alley. I love the performances. Jesse Eisenberg blew me away. Jason Segel's great. I love David Foster Wallace. I, I may have David Foster Wallace artwork, related artwork on my body places. <laughs> um, so it could not be more for me. Just personally, it was a movie I was very excited for, and it, it totally delivered. It was my Star Wars, and uh, I loved it. So that concludes That's
2: our list. That's surprising. I didn't think that would have uh, made it that high. Well, I, I'm full of surprises. Right. Very surprising. Okay, so that's it. Uh, We're done with this year. No more talk about any of these movies at length, hopefully, ever again. Until the Um, Oscars. Until the Oscars, which we will talk about their context of the Oscars. But to look forward to in 2016, are there any movies of note that we need to mention? Uh, I think Warcraft, I think we can... What's most anticipated That's definitely going to be talked about next year. What's your most anticipated of this year?
0: Uh, Rogue One's up there for me, which is surprising. I know. Um, what what else comes out? I, I
3: don't even know. Civil War. Civil War looks really good. The Captain America. Oh yeah, yeah sorry, I was thinking of an actual yeah. Civil War. Yeah.
0: You know what looks good is that uh, that Spielberg movie with Bill Hader. BFG. BFG. Yeah.
2: Um, Jungle Book looks solid. Yeah, with John Favreau at the helm. Batman vs Superman. Um, there's, there's some strong ones, but I don't, you know, Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising, it's there's some strong again. ones, uh, it's gonna be a good year, uh, I
1: hope discussion. it's
2: a better year for comedy. For discussion, that's what I'll say. Yeah. But It'll until... Be, can't wait for Now You See Me too. Seriously. There's not a, uh... Oh, yeah, that's my number, one. I'm not even kidding, that's number yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. There's not a plan right now to cover many of these films that have come out in the past few weeks, so... Who knows what will come from us <laughs> yeah. until the Oscars, first, honestly.
3: First few weeks of the year is always kind of a crap I will
2: figure so. that out, and I will let the listener know as soon as I do. But until then, Richard, where can I find you, you on the internet? You can find me
0: on Twitter at RichardBarden. You can follow me on Snapchat at RichardBarden. You can go to RichardBarden.com. Oh. You can call me on the street at RichardBarden. <laughs>
3: That's <laughs> fine. I'll answer to it. Uh, Brian, where might I find you? You can find me on the Twitter at bgill12. You can probably find me on Snapchat if you want, but I, <laughs> I don't look very often. Uh, you can find some of my writing at madaboutmoviespodcast.com and more of my writing at com. It's mostly like archives of all the stuff that I've written in years I didn't past, know that existed. I just finished uh, calibrating it. So oh, okay. So it's, it's up and, and ready to go. And baby, shrink Red Bull? I got rid of that one just because it so got old. So Brian Brian D Gill D Gill. dot com. That's because it Brian looks like
0: Bree and Gill. There we go. <laughs> An adorable uh, couple.
3: So check that out if you if you care to see see more of the How'd you uh, like Squarespace? The past. It's been good. I'm enjoying Squarespace. Uh it's very it's much easier than the other No Pa Squarespace, Squarespace sucks. <laughs> They don't sponsor us now yet.
2: <laughs> so until then they suck. we'll start promoting you Squarespace when,
0: when until we then, work out a deal. Let's Word start express. let's uh, start holding uh, potential sponsors hostage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna talk <laughs> we're gonna
1: talk crap
3: about you. Yeah, it's the
0: opposite. That. Yeah. And then yeah. we turn immediately. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, that's yeah. right, Walmart. You're terrible and you don't have any money.
2: <laughs> All right. So Kent, where can we find you? Can find me online at Kent Garrison on Twitter. Find me also at KentGarrison.com. You can find my work as well on the Mad About Movies podcast at MadAboutMoviesPodcast.com. Find all of our episodes on there. And uh, only our most recent episodes are on iTunes. So anything older than about a year, honestly, you're going to have to go back on the website and check those out. All there. And uh, leave us five stars on iTunes if you like what you hear. And if you'd like to keep the show going for this year and beyond, donate money. To we, us we
0: are having our, our State of the Union uh, to start the new year. Now this episode's over. Next week we're going to have some new prizes announced, uh, different tiers for. Pledge you know,
2: Drive is started. So
0: people coming on the show, so on and so forth. So uh, we'll have all that hammered out next week. So look forward to that. Uh, different ways you can help the show. The show's going great. We couldn't be more thrilled. But uh, you know we'd like to keep doing it. So we're going to have some uh, yeah. some ways to uh, to help us do that. So for those uh,
2: of you who are just joining us today for the first time, you can subscribe to the show. On iTunes, it was the preferred method. Also via the RSS feed on our website and Stitcher Radio and any other places podcasts are distributed. So hit subscribe and stay with us through the remainder of 16. It's but gonna be fun, then, guys. Until next time. Until then, I'll see you at the cinema. I'm See ya. Bye. Hey baby, I hear
0: the blues are calling, toss salads and scrambled eggs.